Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly episodic pro wrestling podcast in history. This is episode number 864. Because everybody asked for a Nintendo 864 for Christmas, I am Joe Negron, along with Mr. Mutant Larry. Hey, Joe. What's going on? This is the last show of the year. Oh, that's what Raw told me. Well, they were right, <laughs> so... Yeah, that's it. I'd go out with a... I don't know what I would. Jimmy call said it. they were gonna go. They were going out with a bang, and it was more of a splash and a flush. It was just more like someone held up held up a picture of a wrestling show and said, "Here, <laughs> like, okay." Well, if you don't know, um, we'll talk about it in the news, and we'll talk about it on Raw. But yes, WWE has been infected with the COVID for the like fifth time now. So this was as close to a volcano Raw as you're gonna get. Um, yeah. And it was not, um, it, it was, it was different, but my God, did it miss that star power? It missed a lot. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we will. We will. Well, we have that to talk about. Of course, the two holiday AEW shows, SmackDown and uh, SmackDown. This we the one we reviewed today is going to be the last one of the year as well. Cause they announced on, well, we knew already, but WWE officially announced on raw that's the SmackDown clip show extravaganza yeah. for Friday. So please, no one watch that. No one needs to see that. Someone's going to watch it. I know they are, but I, but most people aren't even going to bother. And I'm just telling more well, people yeah, not to watch I'm it. Yeah, but I'm just saying if one person watches it, it's too much. That is too many. Because you can have anything playing in the background while you're doing other stuff. Don't make it be SmackDown clip show. Yes. Especially okay. where even if you wanted to say... I want to remember what happened. I don't know yeah. why I went smack. It, they're going to recast it as they want you to see it now. So yeah. you're not really getting a, no. a recap. No. And there's at least one blood money match on there. So that's good. Um, but welcome to the program, everyone. We're going to talk about all kinds of things uh, today on the show. Um and uh, if you haven't got a chance, um, you should go listen to all our Smart Wrestling Fan More shows. We, are, we have over 120 of them now. <sighs> Did you know that? Crazy. Yes, boy, it's crazy. They're on the Patreon, along with a new Scooby-Doo fan, along with the new 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, by the way, um, along with some new stuff for $10 Time Machine. We did a new retro uh, this past week. We did a new, uh, the first ever episode of New Japan Retro. We did... Um, a, th- a, th- a special throwback throwdown show, Winter War '84. We did a lot of stuff, so that's that's we. There's special other stuff, the classic Lost episodes. Episode two is up. It's a lo- it's a lot of stuff. So go get all that plus more. Plus get this show first on our Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash/SmartWrestlingFan. But for this week, we are going to be talking about the wrestling news. Is there a bird in there? No, it was, <laughs> what's hilarious is it was Alexa. I tried to, I have the little screen up. I tried to touch the screen to yeah. turn, just to turn it off so it wasn't in my eye. And I hit it and it started to talk about deliveries and it was talking about your Christmas present. And it almost said what your Christmas, Ooh. so don't listen back. It says arriving January 4th. So technically it's not a Christmas present, hmm. but whatever. Okay. Um, I sent you uh, thoughts and prayers for Christmas, and you I know you didn't get them. I put them all, all over the place. I have my whole house just plastered with oh. thoughts and prayers. No, they were out of the gift I wanted to get you, so you will get yours in January as well, most likely. So uh, maybe I'll get you two things, and that could be happy birthdays well, ev- for you. Everybody, you know, everybody I ordered gifts for, everything came late. I just got yeah. one for the... 
I bought. You should feel. I bought you guys presents. I bought two other people presents and my bartender presents. So did not, really? I did not buy a lot of presents this year. Why are you buying presents for your bartender? By the way, is that how drunk you really are? Oh, I, she's the most wonderful person in the world. And really? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. Is this? I bought her. She she wears. I'm going to tell her, your wife or girlfriend or whatever you have. I don't know. <laughs> don't tell either one of them. Okay. She is how awesome. could you say she's the most wonderful? Because she gives you drinks? Yes. Mm. All the time. Well, I'm drinking a delicious Coke Zero. Not sponsor of Smart Wrestling Fan, unfortunately. But an icy, icy cup of Coke Zero. What do they call that? A clear solo cup? Is that what it's called? Clear solo cups. Know. Is that, Is that a thing? I don't know. I didn't know they made clear solo cups. They're not. They're just... What are those really short? Like you get them on a plane... It's like a cocktail drink or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But anyway, I would never buy these because it's bad for the environment Buy a bunch of cups. But when we ordered, uh, we did one of those grocery store orders. You know how you order stuff and then it shows up at your doorstep. Well, we started doing that when it was COVID because we didn't want to, you know, it still is COVID. But um, when COVID started because we didn't want to go to the grocery store and get the COVIDs. Mm -hmm. So this last time they they accidentally delivered a big bag of these little cups. And I'm like, what are you supposed to do with these little cups? And I realized they're for alcohol, but I'm just drinking soda. Um, but that's it. Got them for free because I, I complained and they took it off the bill. So I I accidentally got some popcorn about a month ago. And did you I really? really, yeah, I don't really eat popcorn. Because did, you, did you at least tell them, hey, I didn't order this? No, no. See, that's what most people do. And they just pay for it. So you're a sucker. Right. No, I didn't pay for it. It wasn't supposed to be in there. Sucker. Well, mine was on the receipt. Oh, we paid for it. But I I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's popcorn. I don't really like popcorn. And I really like popcorn. You should because I, it's delicious. I don't know why yeah, you wouldn't like popcorn. low calorie and you just eat it and you don't have so to feel bad. When you go to the movies, you don't get popcorn? Not usually. What kind no. of a weirdo are you? Oh, speaking of which, oh, okay. I saw the, the, uh, no answer. the Spider yeah. Dude movie. Everyone has now seen it but me, uh, yeah, even though I got spoiled on it. I won't say what the spoiler is because I wouldn't do that to people about uh, Pottergate, but also um, anymore, I meant to say. Um, but I want to see it too. And I don't now I don't know if I'm going to be able to see it because I have this little puppy here and I can't leave him alone for three hours to go to the movies. So mm. I don't Maybe want him to pee on it. everything. And I also don't want to stick him in a crate for three hours. I feel bad. Oh. It, it's not quite three hours. It's like two hours and ten minutes. Right, I have go to go. I have to go to the movie theater. You know. Oh. Well, go late because the there were so many previews. And I, there can't be this many movies they're making in the mm, the they, days they of are. COVID, right? Yeah, they are though. I don't want to get into that's why we have so much COVID because nobody's paying attention or listening, but nobody's. Well, it was the first time I've been in a movie theater since before COVID. And and I'm talking probably four or five months before COVID. So I haven't been to a movie theater in a long time. It was weird. Me neither. And I don't really want to go to the theater, but I do want to see Spider-Man. Anyway, Mr. Larry. You know Uncle Ben dies. Oh, wait. (gasps) Oh, wait, that was a spoiler from the first Spider-Man movie. <laughs> Five, six movies. I can't believe you yeah. spoiled the first Spider-Man movie for me. Uh, or, or the first comic in 1963 or whatever it was. With great Uncle Ben's rice comes great... Um, his name's not Uncle Ben, is it? 
Yeah. Do you think Uncle Ben was Uncle Ben? I think it's rice, Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru. I think that's what it is. Oh wait. You think what? If it, it, it is there not a bad thing about taking people's kids in after they die and then stuff always happens to you. It's bad enough the parents die, but uncles yeah. and aunts did have a t- hard time of it too, right? Usually uncles. It's always uncles. That's true. You're right. Although Aunt Peru died. She didn't seem like she was that bad, did she? Mm, we didn't get to know her enough. I don't know. Well, they didn't want him. They wanted him moisture farm and not remember, going for that. Remember in the prequels when they're like, this is my girlfriend, Baru. And they introduced the word girlfriend to Star Wars like idiots. It's so weird. I don't know why, I, but it just didn't fit. I was trying to explain to somebody why the, uh, what was it called? The Nosferatu? What is his name? Um, I think it's Dracula. The, Man- the, the Mandalorian was the only <laughs> thing I really consider Star Wars since the first three. Yeah. And it was because it just didn't, it didn't feel the na- need to explain anything it was doing. It was just in that universe. It was just happening. Yep. And it was of... and it was just great. And Boba Fett comes out tomorrow. <gasps> Which I'll be interested. It's now yeah. is it coming out in one big I highly doubt that. No, they bring it out once a week. Oh. oh, you know how you say I never watch anything? I watched the live action. I don't know why we're not talking about wrestling. Live the action live, live action different strokes. And facts yes, life. It was so weird to see them not <gasps> I wanted to see that, but I have not watched it yet. No, the live action. Um, oh, uh, 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 space guys, space with, ace, uh, bebop, cowboy bebop. You watched live, but have you ever even seen the original cowboy bebop? No, that's one of the reasons I was super excited. That's super to, weird that you would even yeah. bother to see that. Well, then. Oh yeah. But think about it. I, the first Pokemon game I ever played was Pokemon go. I do things kind of my own way. Well, yeah. But but no, really liked it and they canceled it. I'm so sad. <laughs> of course. Wait, did but you watch I, you watched it or you watched all of it? I watched all of them. And you know Holy I don't, crap, excuse me. I don't stick with anything unless it's really good. So it tells you I thought it was great, but then wow. I've never seen the cartoon. Okay. So although I love calling it a cartoon to people because they, they love I know. when you call I know call stuff like that cartoon. It's a cartoon. That's funny. They hate that. Mm-hmm. But big thumbs up, and I watched almost the whole thing before somebody told me that the guy was either Harold or Kumar. I don't know which one. Oh, you didn't know that? No, I, I my face blindness. You know. Got it. No it's called idea. Harold and great. or Kumar in space. That's what it's called. He was great, and I think he's like fifty nine. He's playing, but still, he's fifty nine. But that's yeah. It's, it's kind of a weird casting choice, but. Um, no, he's awesome. You 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 would like it. It was ex- although I've never seen the cartoon, so maybe you would be like, no, oh, that's not. They're usually on Neptune. I wouldn't say that. Saturn no, I wouldn't Ball. say that. The doctor's name is Baron von Frankenstein. Okay. Space. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watched, if you watched this, if you listened to this last episode of Smart Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo fan that we did, um, it is about Frankenstein. So there you go. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Sorry. That's it. Okay, we should talk about wrestling. Nah. It wasn't the worst week. Nah. (laughs) Tell us why it wasn't the worst week. Because other weeks have been worse. That's a good point. Okay, I I enjoyed both AEW's SmackDown. I have a lot to say about it, so that's good. And then we both were texting each other doing Raw. 
excited just because it was they had a, to change the script, right? Sort of a train wrecky thing. That, mm-hmm. Okay, we'll get it. We'll go. We'll approach each show. Okay, so we'll we'll, we'll begin with the news. Uh, let's let's do the ratings now. Mm-hmm. Two of the ratings are not in because of the holiday weekend, so we don't have numbers for Rampage or SmackDown this this weekend. SmackDown as they say, the Pennsylvania Dutch and football head says. Um, we don't have those ratings, but we do have Raw. They scored another 1.5 million, and that was another record low of some kind. Um, what a shock. And then NXT had 591,000 viewers, so that's up. It had to be because they had a re- that was a record low for them last week. Um, and then also um, AW Dynamite had oh look at this their holiday special aw dynamite over a million viewers again so one million twenty thousand viewers so that's up as well really? good for them yeah mm-hmm. that's good yeah that was a good show it was all aw was all good this week very good very good rampage yeah i liked it a lot we'll talk about that um news bits and rumors let's talk about this this big news um that makes me sad uh corporal kirshner died he was 64 really? years old. Yeah, real name Michael James Penzel. Penzel. Penzel now, Washington. How, how long ago was he actually wrestling? Uh, in the 90s. Late, early 90s. Long early ago. 90s. I remember him from thing. the 80s in WWF. Yeah, I was. didn't he get an action figure? <laughs> yeah, he had an LJN one. I had it. Yeah. Which yeah. Is a, yeah, that's, he was a weird choice, but there were some weird LJN figures. You know what was the best when I was a kid was trying to effing find those LJN figures because you couldn't. And Well, you got what you got and you were done. But you went to the store and they would always have the same stupid ones every time. You're like, a million Iron Sheik and Andre the Giant. Why, give me a new one. And you couldn't find new ones. And it was really difficult. And, and you didn't really remember when you were a kid because we didn't have the internet. You all you had was the back of the package. And maybe if you're lucky, they included a little booklet yeah. showing you what. But stuff they would show you stuff that wasn't actually made. You're yes, like, and here was the thing: tag the commercial or the, it was only released in Canada. Remember the bring home all the action. You get more satisfaction when you bring home all the action commercials of with those toys. We had to actually. Wait, so this was before we had a VCR, so we had to wait for those commercials to be on on a Saturday morning when we were watching Superstars oh, or the Challenge or whatever it was. There. What? Was Wrestling Man there, did you say? Out. No, trying to figure out who was in the commercial. And you had to watch for right, the right toys because it would show different ones. And one time it showed the British Bulldogs and Matilda. And I was like, where? Where do they sell that? That's not real. And uh, we would go to our local Best store. Remember Best? It was like a catalog, no, but you we went in the store. Best, best really? Buy? No, no, no. Best. It was like service merchandise. Did you have that? I yeah, we did have that for like two years. They tried to be in Ohio and then went away. Oh, okay. Was well, service we had a- merchandise the place you would you would fill out a form of what you wanted and they would send it from the back. Yes, you could you Ooh, could do it weird. that way. That was one way to that do was, it. That was as close as I think I've ever seen communism. That's some form of <laughs> weird. It was super weird, but Best was exactly the same. And you'd go in and you would go to service merchandise and Best and hope that they would have some WWF uh, LJN figures because your friend or whatever would tell you like they had the the killer bees like two pack there and you're like no they didn't and then you'd have to go just to check and of course they'd have a thousand corporal kirshners and and um iron sheiks and and like that's it and you were just like oh but i remember buying polish power ivan putski figure really yeah you picked him you just because it's all they had I don't know, maybe i didn't maybe i'm making that up 
I was going to say, why would you actually pick that one? <laughs> I did. I did get Ted R. Seedy though. That was a weird one. Remember him? Oh yeah, yeah. Is he the one that? Is he the one that people are like? Why would they? He? I think he might be the LJ, and people are like, why would they make an action figure? I think Ted so. Up? And then they would have the the SD Jones figures, but they were there were different color outfits for some reason. Like one, he was wearing like one with palm trees on it and one with some like a red shirt. And I'd be like, oh, va- variants. I didn't say that because that wasn't a thing back then. No. But That's not what it was the called. The thing with LJ yeah. is, is, can you imagine giving a child today a toy like that? I know. They would. They could commit murder with that thing. Oh, It is literally a blackjack. There's not a blackjack mulligan. It's literally like. Imagine getting the LJ figure of blackjack mulligan and killing someone with it like a blackjack. Imagine how Everyone, confusing that news news story would be. Everyone of our age has been hit with an LJ in figure, and well, okay. I'm not kidding. Listen, hip I had a, with I had a good friend named uh, we'll just call him Hef H E F F, not like Hugh Hefner, but I had a good friend named Hef when I was a kid, and we were always we got along great. We'd always have sleepovers. We loved watching wrestling and playing Nintendo together and stuff. But then one time he came over. And we had the all the wrestlers outside, and we, we we had like it was like me and my family and him, and we're outside swimming, and he was over for a sleepover, and the one time he decided to get all violent with the figures, and he brought them in the pool, and he was throwing them at us, and it hurt, and then he was getting them, and we had this, we went to a yard sale and bought, I love this, this is taken forever, um, this but this is a wrestling story, we went to a yard sale and found someone had made a custom steel cage for the LJN ring, and it was uh-huh. the, it was like basically. A a cheese grater like this Ooh. really thick i don't know this crazy metal cage but it fit on there and we're like yeah this is great he took our lgn figures that we had forever and he like took one of them i don't remember which one and he grated their face on like their nose on it and destroyed the figure and he was throwing them at us it was the only time we ever had a huge fight and i i screamed and yelled and i told my grandmother you call his mom and tell him he has to go home and she had to come pick him <laughs> up it was he was so embarrassed. She was so embarrassed. Yeah. So there you go. LJN figures fighting with them since 1980, whatever. So. I, this was a, a year ago. I bought a box of LJN figures at an auction. I'm like, oh. woo. Every yeah. one of them was Big John Stud. I think I have 12 Big John Stud. Big John Stud, Stud was always, was always for sale everywhere. And also. Man, the paint on those was horrible. They would just ru- it would rub right off. So most of those figures oh, yeah. are destroyed. Yeah, you if you have a nice one, it was never played with. Exactly. So um, and um, you know that AEW still makes those, right? I've heard. I've never seen. Of course. Yeah, you some never of the waves. Anything. Yeah, AEW some of the waves have those. Like they had a Cody one. They had Young Bucks and stuff. They. Well, I think the Young Bucks one came out before AEW. So they should have hired whatever toy manufacturer makes the pretend belts. Should have made everything because all I see is the pretend belts. Every well, store has pretend belts. Because they don't else. sell out like the figures. That's all. Anyway, Corporal Kershner died. It's sad, but also he's only 64. Oh, that's how this even, started? That's it. Yeah. It's also it's sad that he was only 64, but also, Larry, do you remember like 15 years ago when WWE.com posted a fake story that he died? And then he called someone at WWE and said, I'm not dead. <laughs> I swear that was like in the second year of the show or the first year of the show of this show that we did that news and he had to call them and say I'm not dead but if you're going to start a rumor about a wrestler dying would you 
ever pick pick Kerpo. Kerp- Someone told Kerp- them he was dead. <sighs> they probably which looked in the obituary. Which which is my favorite one? Jimmy Hart, I think. Yeah. Oh, really? It's a good one. Macho Man was. He was. He was good. Some of them were, were good based on the pose they were doing because some. Well, be yeah, like, like Jesse the Body had the best pose. He had the, but like, he, the right, but you can't him. make him wrestle with that pose. That's the problem. No, but he, he looked most like Jesse the Body because he's making a. He looked like a giant bird. He didn't look like a bird. He had his arm up he, and like weird. And... Okay, you don't remember. He looked like a bird. Because he was pink and blue, but that no, because of his hand, the way it went up in the air, and like you couldn't do anything with that. You couldn't do anything with any of them. Andre the Giant had his hands up, and you can make him slam people. Okay. <laughs> the other big news of the week is that there was a COVID outbreak in WWE, which we talked about already. And we're talking. Um, Seth Rollins is the only one that has admitted that he has COVID. But there's a huge list, and I'll say the huge list during Raw, and it's a, they're missing. Just figure out if they have COVID or not. That's basically the game here. So, yeah. And they didn't expect you to be like, why is someone cutting a promo from their house today? <laughs> and why, Biggie is cutting a promo from his house. Why does he seem so sick? I don't know what's going on. He seems out of it. Is he on some uh, cough medicine? What is going on? <laughs> Yeah, that's what we're dealing with now. But that's your news. Um, let's talk about AEW Dynamite right now. Ooh, good. That did I happen. This show. Yeah. yeah, it was from the Lewisboro Coliseum, Greensboro, North Carolina. I don't know Excalibur, if any of that's right, but okay. Tony Schiavone and Taz, but we're told Jr. will be back soon. And then later, didn't they say was going to be back next week? But I'm not sure that's canon. Was that, they... no, not I'm not sure that's correct. Oh, it's in my notes. If they did, so. I'll tell you. I think they did. So it's it's Wednesday, and you know what that means? What well, probably not, because they have too many special shows. But it's Holiday Bash, yeah, Part Uno. So it's good because Part Two is going to be on uh, Rampage. Well, I'll talk about that. Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole. I'm happy about this. Excalibur says Adam Cole targets lots of fan favorites. Um. Wow. And then later on the show, I didn't write it down, but they also use another insider term for faces, and I was like, it's a little weird. Fan yeah. favorites. Hmm. Uh, Cole fingers Cassidy's pockets. Uh-huh. No, where Cole, you I know, know, Cassidy puts his hands in his pocket. Yeah. Cole puts his fingers in his pocket. It's well, Cassidy it's, forces it's, Cole to put his own fingers in Cassidy's pockets. Is what happens. Yeah. 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 The reason I like Orange Cassidy is because the gimmick is fantastic. The other reason, because it shows you all these other people that could take themselves more seriously and do not mind being in something to entertain people. Yeah. Like Adam Cole, arguably he's taking off here in the next phase of his career. He could be a huge star here. And he's still doing these really but, fun but, matches. But, right, he is a huge star because listen how over he is. And at any time, he could break away and become the world champion. Like, that's yes. how good he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And God knows that wouldn't happen to WWE. So what are you going to do? Yep. Uh, match, match, match. People, you know, different people try to fear, whatever. But your best friends help out. But then a baby fish comes out. Mm, really? Fish comes out to help, and then Kyle O'Reilly comes in. Oh from my behind. god! Oh my god! 
Oh, oh my God, all those people on Twitter that told me he was re-signing with NXT, don't you know? Why am I saying he's going to AEW? Well, whatever. Boom, Adam Cole wins. Yeah. But then Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly face, race, face each other. And you're like, Well, minute, the or... last time they saw each other, they yeah. hated each other. So Yeah, so maybe we're carrying this story forward. Kinda. Best friends come out. So they, the heels have no choice but to beat up these face people coming down. Yes. But then the Bucks come down, and Cole's <gasps> in the middle here. Like, Look at this, because do? the Bucks come down, and it's like, whoa, the Undisputed Era, which the crowd is chanting, is standing in the ring right now. Don't forget, yeah, so Roger Strong was later. This is oh, the un- real Undisputed Era here. And the Bucks are like, what the F is this? And Cole leaves with Fish and O'Reilly behind him. Oh. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> We'll see. I like this. I like anything that's going to happen here. I like this in wrestling where I don't want a fantasy book because anything that's going to happen is going to be good. Yep. So they know what they're doing. Fun. I trust them. Uh, re- recap of winter's coming, although my notes say wiener's coming. What is wrong Whoa. with my note? I did not review my notes. Uh, uh, Tony has Hangman Adam Page in the ring. And Hangman says, hey, everybody you know what? I didn't lose my championship last week. And after the match, I felt less like a champion than I ever have in my life. He said, you know, I would, I didn't actually win. And I feel bad that Daniel Bryan comes out and he says, well, you're just an entitled millennial. And I learned my lesson because remember how he was wrestling everybody in the dark order before each, he said, I'm not even wrestling until we have our rematch on January 5th. And he says, we're not going to do this again because we'll have a time limit, but I want judges out there. Oh. So that's okay. Because it's different. I thought it'd be no time limit something or other. Hangman says, I don't care if some old guys get paydays for being judges because they're not going to earn it because I'm going to beat you straight out right. So we got our rematch. We do. We got a rematch and it's soon. Also, uh, who do you got for the judges? Oh, well, is that LaBelle guy's (laughs) I don't think he's still, still alive. alive. I don't she's know. Maybe he is. Maybe he's 100. Yeah. Maybe he's dead. I don't know. Mm. I'm betting got? whoever it is doesn't have an LJN figure. Um, Let me think. You're right. Because they're too new <gasps> compared to the LJN figures. So. Oh, wouldn't you love what? Okay. Some if they just listener. had LJN figures as the as the judges? No. That would no, suck. Let's, some listener needs to go through all the <laughs> LJN figures and figure out how many of them are dead. Because someday there'll be one, there there can be only one last living LJ and Finn. Well, we all know that Jimmy Hart's never going to die and he's in there. True. Hulk Hogan, unfortunately, is in there. Um, let's see who else is in that I could even think of that's alive. Terry Funk hanging on by a thread, but he is there. He's live. Um, we Colonel have... Kirshner. Oh, wait, no. Is, um, <laughs> Iron is, Sheik is, is Special still alive. Delivery Jones still alive? SD Jones is d- dead. Let's see. Oh. I don't know. Hold on. SD Jones. War, okay, Warrior did. Yeah, get he one died. He died in two thousand eight. Right, Larry. Warrior got one on the like black Canadian cards, right? Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing that one in America, I but know. maybe they, maybe he did. I don't know. Canadians got all those or some Let's craziness. L J N figures list. Let's uh. Let's, let's just have fun this show. I'm Screw gonna. It. I'm gonna look up the list. Okay. Okay. The killer bees are both dead. Well, hold on, hold on. Wait, let me, uh, let me just let me go down the whole down. list here. How about that? Okay, okay, okay. No so the series one, series one. Oh, Iron Sheik's still alive. I know. I said that. Okay, series one. Let's go through them. Andre the Giant with the with the big afro. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, there was two, but like it's just. Was, yeah, I know. I'm. I'm. I know. I'm getting there. So hold on. We're having fun. You said. Okay. So Andre the Giant, he's dead. Big John Stud, he's dead. Hillbilly Jim, he's alive. Yeah, and he does, he looks pretty decent too. Yeah. Hulk he Hogan is alive. Iron Sheik is alive. He's gonna die in a year or two. Jimmy Snuka is dead. Yes. Junkyard Dog and he is took people with him. Dead. Nikolai Volkov, dead or alive? Dead. Uh, out here, you you keep going. I'll look I thought he was alive. Mm, he died three years ago. Oh, yeah. oh well. <clears throat> I hate to be mean, but it's really hard to. For a while, a lot of old Russian pretend Russian guys were dying. Remember? I do remember. I um, think in one year we lost three pretend nineteen. Yes. Roddy dressed. Roddy Piper. He is dead. So that was wave one. That was 1984. 1985, we had the short hair under the giant dead. Brutus the Barber Beefcake alive. George the Animal Steel dead. Greg the Hammer Valentine alive. King Kong Bundy dead. Mr. Wonderful Parndorf dead. Okay. Then wow. we have, yeah. Would you say we're about 80% dead? Uh, yeah, at this point. 5% um, dead? Yeah. Hmm. So 1986, wave Ooh, three. Ted alive. What? Go on. Okay. Wave three. We have Bobby the Brain Heenan, dead. Bruno San Martino, dead. Captain Lou Albano, dead. Classy Freddie Blassie, dead. Corporal Kirshner, dead. Davey Boy Smith, dead. This is depressing. Dean Pinkleton, dead. Dynamite Kid. He's alive, right? No, he's dead. Oh, he's he died dead. before. Yeah. No, he didn't. Stop it. Dynamite Kid has been dead Dynamite for years. Dynamite Kid. <laughs> he did not die before Davey Boy Smith. He died yes, three he years ago, Larry. No, he didn't. Well, he seems like he's been... You're wrong. They always talk... Oh, it's because of the bat... Was it his back injury? I don't know. Jesse the Body, he's alive. Jimmy Hart, he's alive. He's Randy alive. Savage, dead. Magnificent Morocco. I don't know, actually. It's, he's alive, isn't he? I bet he's not. Isn't he a foreigner? Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? That's good healthcare. Uh... <laughs> I would say the opposite. No, he's alive. I knew it. 72 years old. I knew it. Okay. I got one. Um, let's see. Mean Gene Okerlund, dead. Mr. Fuji, dead. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, alive. Special Delivery Jones, dead. Oh, he might make it. He could be my bet, too. Yes. Uh, Terry Funk, alive. Tito die. Santana, alive. So, then 1987, Adrian okay, Adonis. Okay, we're in 87. I don't even know if these counts, because these are ones you never saw, right? This is where we get into where... No, this is 87. I was still buying them. And this is where I would go in the store and buy Ted RCD or CD. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to think what year they, because the thing with LJNs, you hear about these ones, but we never, there were some, you know, no one ever had. I don't know where they released. Well, them, I can tell you which ones weren't, I never saw in the store. Um, okay. Okay. So Adrian Adonis dead. Billy Jack Haynes. And I don't I care. No Look idea. him up. Let's see if he's alive. I will. Billy... Jack Haynes. Let's see how fast Larry is at this. What do you got? Uh, he is still alive. Okay. Six, and he's only 68. B, B. Brian Blair. Dead. Dead. Um, wait a minute. No, he's not. Yeah. I just like, I just like. Killer bees are both dead. No. B. Brian Blair, 69 years old. Yeah, just. thank you. Wow, is he still alive? I don't think he's he 69, he though. He's like 65 or something. You're wrong about his age. Okay, whatever. 
Go on. No, no, please find his age because I have I the age of Moe B. Brian Blair. I know there's a reason for why I know. I can't Ooh, say it here on the show. Four years old. Okay. There's a reason I know. I can't say it here. Although he's all, okay, Joe. Yeah. You are like a week away from him being 65. So close enough. I got to give you that one. Yeah. I kind of got to give you that. You're close. Thank he's you. closer to 65 than got 64. It. His birthday is like in two weeks, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Um, Again, I have reasons. Uh, Brett the Hitman Hart, alive. Dead. Look at that. Shut up. <laughs> wishes he was dead. Cowboy Bob Orton. No, he died, right? Did just he? Just recently. Did he? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Huh, you're supposed to look it up. It. I know we cover all these deaths and I don't remember any of them. Yes, he died. And I have a really recently. good memory. He did not die. Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> he was born on November 10th. You're horrible. Oh my God, he's 71 and you are full of crap. Oh, Elizabeth, Who very dead. Died? What? Who died recently? It wasn't Cowboy Bob. It was another cowboy? Yes, it was Blackjack Lanza. Blackjack, yes. Okay. Oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth dead. Hercules dead. Jake the Snake. Wow, Jake the Snake alive. True. Jumping. And, okay, you're right, because, yeah, Jake the Snake was another one that you could find. I could find Jake the Snake. He was everywhere, yeah. Jumping Jim Brunzel. I think he jumped off a bridge. <laughs> it's horrible. Is he the one that's dead? Can you look him up? I know one of them's dead. Yeah. Come on. Uh, nope, 72 years old. Oh, good oh God. God. So the killer bees are both alive, is what you're saying. I, I would have bet $100. Yeah, I didn't think you were right about dead. that, but... I went along with you. Jim the Anvil dead. Uh, Ken Patera. Pretty dead, right? Like a long time ago. Look it up. Yeah. He was the strong guy, Ken. Well, so was Arcidi. They were both the strong guy. Uh, no, he's 78 years Shut old. Shut up. Yes. Wow. 1943. Uh, Kamala dead. Harley Race dead. Um, Coco Beware alive. We're the only people enjoying this, but this is awesome. No, other people are appreciating this so much. You have no idea. Outback Jack. Uh, he's alive, I think. Ted Arcidi. I don't know. It sounds like he'd be dead. I think it would die of embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but... You have to admit, how did he get an action figure? I don't know. Oh my God, he's only 63 years what? old? I bought his action figure when we went camping one time. We went to some weird store and they had that figure, so I bought it. I would have guessed he was 82 years old. He's 20 years younger than That's I thought he was. That's bizarre. Okay. Well, how, I didn't think how long was he actually a wrestler? I don't know, like two years. Okay. Vince McMahon finally came out in 1987 out of the closet. No, he didn't. Um, so, okay. Then we have 1988. This is where we get into the point where, like, some of these you never see in the store. Yeah. So, uh, they re released it was somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay. No. Bam Bam Bigelow. Never saw that in the store. I don't think I ever saw Demolition Axe. Never saw it in the store. Hacksaw, I don't think I see. I didn't see either one. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I had that one. Honky Tonk Man had that one. The new Hulk Hogan one. Where okay, wore, why do I remember Honky Tonk Man, but not those other ones? I, I don't I don't know. Maybe oh, by the way, I, I forgot to say Bigelow dead, Axe dead. No, yeah. no. Axe is alive, isn't he? The Smasher's dead. The Repo yeah, Man. Smash. Okay. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan's alive. Honky Tonk's alive. Hulk Hogan with the red shirt's alive. Luscious Johnny V. Is Johnny V quite dead? No, I don't. Please look him up. 
I bet. I'm getting oh, I'm getting feedback, instant feedback. It's called. Uh, yes. Everyone loves this he, segment so much. Johnny V's he d- died April of 2018. So okay. Yeah. Why does everybody we look up died in 2018? Um, one man gang dead. Um, the oh, a referee, just a generic referee that may or may not have been uh, Hepner. Um, Rick Martell. How could there be two? Yeah, Rick Martell. How old is he? Whoa. Is he dead? That was my alarm. He just died right now. No, he's alive. (laughs) Oh, we're going to kill somebody this doing this game. (laughs) I know, but that's, we can't help. He's only 65. Okay. Uh, And he looks like he, I bet he takes care of himself. Right. The doctor of style, Slick. Uh He's still alive, right? Ted DiBiase, he's still alive. And then another Tito Santana to strike with force. Okay. And then we had the last wave, I believe, 1989. This was okay, the bl- these 1989 were the- wave. I'm wondering if I ever saw any of these. Right. So these were the the black carded ones, and here it was Andre. And I hear the- people in Canada got them. Right. Oh. Andre the Giant with the WrestleMania three black strap, different outfit. Um, I've never seen I that. Have I wouldn't big, have known the difference. Big Boss Man. Never saw that. Another version of Axe. Never saw that. Haku. Dead. Not sure. Very dead. Um, he's Haku's alive. Why don't you believe me about Haku being alive? I can I'm guarantee sure he you he's is. alive. I promise he's alive. 62. Yeah. All right. He's not that old. Um, another Randy Savage. Um, Rick Rude, dead. Ultimate Warrior, dead. And war- the Warlord. Is Warlord dead? Uh, I don't know. Wow. Axe? Nope. Axe's 59. figure? He looks nothing like Axe at all. Like, you could call him, demo, quote, demolition, and it could be any of them. That figure is hideous. Oh, well, that's because he's the same pose as Jesse the body. Um, I think the other arm was up on Jesse, but but he's not doing no, like a No, you weird... make a muscle with your right arm. Okay, that's fine. Um, But not the Jesse the body one. He was weird. Um, So the tag teams that they sold were the British Bulldogs, but they do okay. not come with Matilda. Um. <laughs> Brutus Beefcake and Greg Valentine as a team. I remember that one. Um, Brett the Hitman Hart and Jim the Evan Lifehart as a team. And Tide, Tide Fart. Tide Fart. Um, Killer Bees. Strike Force, for some reason, was they repainted them and re-released them in white. Um, Iron Cheek and Volkoff and Hibbley Jim and Hulk Hogan. I remember seeing most of those in the store. Except, really? Except for Killer Bees and British Bulldogs. Yeah. I don't think I ever remember seeing a tag team package in a store. I always ever, I always would see them, but it was always Hillboy Jim and Hulk Hogan. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, that was our Dead or Alive LJN action figures. Um, I wish you would have kept count game. because I think we're running about 75% dead. Well, they are old. So, yeah. The but... people and the toys. So, all right. That's that. So. So that was dynamite, huh? Oh wait, oh, we just great. started. I don't even know where. Oh, the Hangman ah! was talking. Give me a Hangman break. Said, yes, Hangman said he felt like a champion. Dan O'Brien came out and said he wants judges, and then said, "So they're going to get judges, and they're going to reverie." Oh yeah, the question that. was, Larry, who is go- who are going to be the judges, and you wouldn't even give a guess. Oh, um, let's go over the LJ. No, uh, that's not uh, judges. You can do it. They can't. Mm. Cowboy Bob Orton. No. Um, I'm trying to think of everybody with a cowboy gimmick, but I can't. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do Not even think? a guess. 
No. You, you, okay. What, do you have a good guess? I have two out of three, yeah. Guess? Yes. Ted DiBiase. No. Oh. Uh, okay, I'm just oh, going to... who just... Who just got... Oh, God, not Ric Flair. No. Who Didn't somebody just get out of their Legends contract? Uh, no, someone just... Two people just re-signed their Legends contract, and that was mm. Beth and King. The answer is Mark Henry. No. The Big Show. No. Why not? Because that's dirty pool because they're already here. You want to see somebody that you haven't seen. Like Ted DiBiase. You called him Dead DiBiase by mistake. Now (laughs) you've killed him. Mm. Oh, isn't he in trouble? Uh, At least the son is. Junior's in big trouble for fraud. Yeah, it's real bad. Fraud and tax evasion, I think. Wasn't like Jesus fraud? It was some kind of Jesus church fraud. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Jesus fraud is the worst. It was. You it can was do serious good. time for Jesus fraud. I, I know you can. Uh, so, okay, we go backstage. MJF and the Pinnacle are having a meeting, and they're like, we're not getting along, and Wardlow, I don't like you. But wait, no, this is all CM Punk's fault, and now MJF's not worried because he's going to beat CM Punk. Okay, whatever. Wardlow versus the Captain Sean Dean. Oh, Captain what? Sean Dean's going to job. Whoever uh, he is. Sean Spears yeah. is with Wardlow. Yeah. Oh, we're reminded the rankings reset every new year. I still don't understand how that can possibly work. <laughs> well, so you don't see someone and they're like 75 and two or whatever. Like I know, but what on January 2nd, the the like who who gets does captain sean dean get a title shot on january 2nd if they need to have a title match then maybe yeah wardlow just power bombs (laughs) he was like he's been doing sean spears says stop it and then wardlow just wins and sean spears cheers up the guy again and that's pretty much it they promo the christmas night show then we get uh dan lambert and uh scorpio sky and ethan page we do. And Dan Lambert said stuff about Tony Khan and Cody, and he says they're all they're just playing you. And, and he says you're they're playing you so bad that they they hate me so much they want Tony Khan wants to use me to get you to cheer for Cody. Listen, I know I've complained Ooh. a lot about Dan Lambert, but if you get him away from the ultimate right he, guys, that's what I said from the I, beginning. Even if you don't like him, he is very very good at this. Yeah, yeah, and it seems more. Re- not realistic. It just seems more in this world without him having a bunch of guys. Right. Around, I don't know. Reminding me there's a real world out there. If he's yeah. just in this world, I like it a lot better. That's fine. Yeah, I understand. Brett Baker has a Christmas party. She's not much of a Tony. Christmas party, I would say. Well, that's what they said it was. Did you see what uh, Tony tried to do? No. What did he do? Short stopper? Wow, no. Well, they're not in the car, but he tried. You could do that not in a, I mean, some guys wow, do that not in a car. No, he put mistletoe over her head, and then <laughs> Jamie Hayter saw it and was like, hey, and smacked it out of his hand. And then Britt was like, oh, this, this town's a dump. There's flies in here. <laughs> How did you miss that? I heard her say this town's a dump. I didn't see the mistletoe. Maybe, maybe I did. I don't. Uh, Britt Baker, Jamie Hader, Rebel, Tony's there. They're all talking. Britt's going to beat Rio. That's it. But whatever. Yeah. What Back. a party. Huh? I said, what, what a party. party. 
It would have been fine if it wouldn't have been promoed for two weeks. I know, but it's like the weird. Christmas party that wasn't. Yeah. So, uh, back a package about Owen, and everybody talks about Owen and his legacy and everything, and it was nice. But they have to show don't... all this footage from New Japan because that was the only footage they could get. And I don't understand what the foundation does yet, but still. Well, I tried to look it up, but I told you the website scared me. It looked like MySpace, and MySpace killed my grandparents. We want to impress people with the importance of TBS title tournament (laughs) semifinals, Nyla Rose versus Ruby Soho. Do we really need Vicky with Nyla Rose? Even if Nyla Rose just does that thing where she screams something crazy, she's done that for two weeks. She'll scream something at the left. And that's enough of promoing for me to make me like her. So and there was fun. some horrible jerk in the in the crowd that got ejected for having a horrible sign about Nyla Rose. Well, he, gave, okay. He yeah. had multiple horrible signs, right? Oh, he had very many signs and everyone was mean, but this was the only one that was like really bad. Can't you make something funny? Nope. They only want to make something hurtful. Yeah. That guy looked so like it, it a, a terrible, like a terrible monster. He looked like a, a giant child. That's what he looked like. He looked horrible. It, it, and also some, okay, but then sitting next to him during that match, there's some woman, like some older woman that has a sign that says, Ruby Sumho. <laughs> Like, why? Why are you bringing this to the show? An older woman? Yes! I couldn't believe it. Like, I thought, okay, that sign's horrible. Why would some kid have... Oh, my God. It's like some 60-year-old woman. Casting askew comments about Ruby so... Yes! I couldn't believe it. You got to go look at that, the woman. I'm telling you. Ruby Somo. Oh, my God. How horrible. Why would you even bother to do that? Oh, I think it would be fantastic if she doesn't even like wrestling. She just came there to... Uh. That's what I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's awful. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe she's right because Ruby opens up to this match with a 60-minute time limit draw with her jacket. Oh, I know. Ruby. She does. She couldn't what get... Was... It. <laughs> Nyla had to help her get the jacket. Yes! It was horrible. Uh, <sighs> I liked this match a lot. The only thing that ruined it, and it doesn't usually happen in the AEW, but it did. Way too much from the announcers about, oh, well, well Ruby, she could never win this. I know. There's it was no basically telling you there's it's going to be an upset. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, Ruby kicks out of that we- that crazy knee thing Nyla does. What is it called? The Nyla knee. I really like that. Nyla Rose. No yeah. future, Ruby wins. Yeah. I, I don't care. I'm enjoying what, whoever won. Did you mention that was a tournament match? Yeah. I said TBS title tournament oh, okay. semifinals. Sure, except I called it like signs. Sini oh, or yeah. something. <laughs> yes. Ruby Sumo. <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, that's just package. Serena. You know what? I bet Ruby saw that and laughed and laughed. Probably. But no it's one laughed at the Nyla sign because yes, it was very yeah, mean. At least that had a little funny th- thing to it. Yeah. Uh, and now pack- before, listen, before people tell me, yeah, but then, but then Nyla went on the Twitter and found people that would support that sign. And she looked at the one guy's Twitter profile and he was in a wheelchair and she said, that's why God put you in a wheelchair. Keep wheeling on brother or whatever. She, guess what? She did say that, but she said that because she was hurt. 
The point is, she can attack back. That's not like she's going after a guy in a wheelchair. There's a huge difference. Yeah, but her partner called it out on Twitter early on and was like, you know, hey, this idiot's got a stupid sign, right? Yes, but I'm not saying that guy had the wheelchair. It was a different guy. I'm, no, no, what no, I'm but saying, I'm saying her partner, that this is the power of Twitter where yeah. you know, it's happening and her partner's like, hey, Right, it's like, hey, look at that horrible monster with his sign. Let's get him out of here. And eventually security did throw him out. So he tried. Oh, he tried to get away. And go where? He knew he was in trouble, so he tried to hide, like, at the oh, bathrooms God. or something. Yes, that is true. They had to chase him down and throw him out. Classy. Mm. Uh, a package of Sunadib and Sheeta, and they both say it's not over. So, I don't think it's over. I don't think so. Malachi Black versus Griff Garrison. That's the not Brian Pillman Jr. So, we got, a break, we got a break from the... Um, the the new member of House of Black story. Hmm. Yeah, which I thought would be here, but I did he not doesn't like that. need him. But that's uh, okay. Brian Pillman Jr. is a ringside. <laughs> yeah, Malachi wins it, and then Brian Pillman comes in and gets kicked. I don't really understand what this story is for. It's so they can cry when their little sister goes and to- joins the dark side. That's all this is. Oh, I would, I would like that a well, lot. What else could it be? I thought it was done. No, 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 no. That's okay. what this is. Good. I'm pretty she sure. the new uh, Alexa Bliss because Alexa Bliss isn't. Well, apparently Alexa, Alexa Bliss is as dead as Bray Wyatt right now. So in the yeah. back, Mark, Matt Hardy wants private party to be the number one tag team contenders, but they can't do that unless the jungle boy gets injured. Because I guess if jungle boy's injured, Lucha Express isn't. the number. It's not just that if he gets injured, if you pin him, it's if you pin him. No, they were saying they wanted to injure him out. I know, but the point is he made up Isaiah made a fake phone call to Tony Khan on his hand and he said, Oh, if I pin him, then I'm the number one contender. Got it. So he that's what that was. I'm just then, telling you how that works. But they did Lucha say Express, that they they did say they'd pound Jungle Boy's butt. That's yes, probably not then, a good thing to say. I don't think they know what they're saying. But then we go to Lucha Express and they talk about butt pounding. They do. They're like, you're going to pound my butt? Well, (laughs) and no one, everyone's just straight-faced when they say it. That's what made it good. (laughs) And also what I really liked was Kristen just selling their shirt. Yeah. And okay, according to my notes, this is where they showed the graphic of JR and everyone popped because they they love JR for some reason. But uh, I understand. But anyway... um, He's coming back in two weeks, my notes say. Yeah, I wish they did a match that was... How my butt match? No, no thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Remember when we were like, this is going to be a short, our long show? I know. I know. Oh, God. We lied. And then we had LJ and figure and all this other stuff. Okay. CM Punk stick. And Darby Allen versus FTR, MJF. Oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, this was hilarious. How uh, Taz talks about how Sting has the number two selling shirt because didn't his kid have the number one shirt for that week? His kid meaning Darby Allen? No, no. Uh, um, oh, Hook uh, shirt. Hook, Taz's yeah. kid. Got it. I didn't know what you meant. Uh, so I thought funny. you meant... Darby was stinks. Uh, Stinks Darby's dad. I thought that's what you were saying. Yes, it was probably Hook. Yes. 
So Punk comes out with Sting's old face paint, and Sting has paint like in kind of a punk thing going yes. on there. This was clever. It was really yeah. Neat. MJF runs away, so Punk chases him. So really, Punk comes back. It's mostly a faces three on two match yes. for a while. Which MJF weird. does not want to have anything to do with this. Then something happened at the timekeeper's table. We couldn't see it. That turns yeah, out it's MJF. Yeah, I still don't really understand that, yeah. but he's hiding back there. I don't know what's going on. But MJF finally comes back. He sneaks in. Sting gets the advantage on MJF, beats him about. Uh, throws out MJF and he lands on his head. That if he didn't terrible. have those other two guys catching him, he'd be dead. Yeah. Sting splashes on all three of them. GTF, death drop, uh, coffin drop. Everything. This was real house showy. But, but super maybe, fun. Super good. Yeah. It was great for a Christmas show. And also that coffin drop was for like a, from a mile away. That was great. Yeah. And the faces win. I, I really like the fact that Darby Allen is with Sting and in this match is with CM Punk and he's not like getting lost in anything. No, they're all stars. It's really yeah. interesting. It's all it's like three different generations and they're all stars. Ooh, good point. Yeah, it's really really weird to see, but I like it a lot. Yeah. So I just really enjoyed the show in the way that I usually enjoy the show every week. So good for me. Yeah. <laughs> you want some emails? Yeah. Emails, do you have them? Um, no, I don't have them because I, I closed them to look for LJ and figures. This one's from Jeremiah. I wrote in last week about stupid signs uh, uh, at AW events. You forgot to read it because Larry was saying something brilliant, something brilliant about Gomez Adams breaking his arm at work or something. <laughs> I forgot oh, I told that story on the yeah, air. And, and like, I was trying to read an email and then you were like, can I tell my thing? Can I do my thing? Can I do my thing? And so oh. I didn't read it. Any, it was hilarious. I know. Way to go, Gomez Splatums. Good job. <laughs> Anyhow, those signs <laughs> are certainly still lame, but it beats this crop of AEW front row signs. The Nyla Rose sign was despicable, but there was a derogatory one about Ruby Soho too. Believe me, I talked about them. Who are these jerks anyway? They're really sad, sad, sad people. And we won't even mention any more because we don't give them any publicity. By the way, did you catch the AEW wrestlers reimagining scenes from A Christmas Story on TNT? It's worth a quick Google, if not. Happy New Year to you, Jeremiah. I saw the um, the MJF one, but that's it. I saw him do one scene, and uh, I thought that was pretty good. Was it the sticking your tongue on a pole thing? Wasn't it always that? Yeah, match. Sticking your tongue on a pole. Tongue and pole match. Uh, um, also, this one says, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, geez. Nope, that's not AEW. Excuse me, this one's general. I'm, 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 why are we so burpy? I'm drinking soda and you're drinking beer. I wonder why. Um, no, the rest are about other stuff, I guess. Okay. General. This is just what I learned from wrestling. I'll save that. Okay. Oh, let's do when, SmackDown. Oh. Now I have what, to what? Get up my notes and things. Oh, I'm sorry. Where's oh oh SmackDown? Now don't forget, a, this was a really weird, like. Filler SmackDown, where there were only, I want to say there were only three matches in the whole show. And also, I want to say that, don't forget, it was taped. It was taped a week earlier. And so many voiceovers and cut-ins and weird, like Michael Cole with like COVID scrackly voice, like just glued into the show all over the place. It was super weird. Nothing made sense on this show. Not really. In memory, I think. It's still in, it's still, for one, it's still in Chicago, Illinois, but... Hasn't haven't they been doing in memory of Fink for years now? I know. How dare they? I, I won't they forget eventually? Won't they forget? Oh my god! 
up. Uh, recaps, recaps, recaps. But I do like this. Earlier today, an un- ugly, unshaven, very tired Paul Heyman is sitting down to talk with Kayla. If you have to watch anything on SmackDown for whatever reason, this is what you want to watch. This is what, listen, remember how Bray Wyatt used to cut promos and stuff? And although sometimes they didn't go anywhere, whatever, you go, wow, he's better than wrestling. That's Paul Heyman to me right now. Yeah, you do what it reminded me of when mankind would sit down and yes. do. But okay, let's be, let's, I'm going to say even further, you're going to hate it. I thought Paul Heyman was a million times better than mankind. I'm sorry. I know you love mankind, but. This was oh, just come now. I know, but I love. I thought this was just like, I just want to watch a show where Paul Heyman talks for two hours. Okay. Well, I did, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pull on this because it was is an A plus. Yeah. Uh, Kayla says, oh, "Hey, Paul, and remember, it all pays off because Kayla has been riding him. She always has been, and now he's he's. I don't know what to say to that, turn. but just continue. Well, you know what I'm saying. The tide has turned, and yeah, Paul pound his butt. She had his butt match. Uh, and she, she says, Paul, well, it looks like you're on the outs and everything. And he says, I paid the price for telling the truth. And she says, do you regret telling? And he says, no, I don't regret it because Roman needs to be protected, protected yep. from Brock Lesnar. And she says, what, what about your future? And Paul says, maybe my career is over. It was just that kind of wrestling thing where talking makes you want to want everything it makes you want more of the product why can't wwe do this yeah why are we going into a pay-per-view that really is a one thing i want to see i and paul Heyman pausing taking a sip of water when he didn't want to answer a certain question and then saying maybe my career is is over when he's just about to go into full gear with with either one of these guys, whether he turns or doesn't turn. Oh, this is good. Yeah, and just the as so good because I think what does she say? She says, says something about you know when he was you know in front of you know it publicly. Yeah, something about public. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was kicked out public. I was. Paul's yep. really really good at entertaining he's really good at storytelling I do, it he's a very very this. smart man yes and and wrestling can have these people let them let them do their thing let mankind do his thing yeah. let bray wyatt do his thing let paul do his thing we'll get into this in raw because until i'm too drunk to cover but joe and i were talking about on the phone it's people are doing the best with what they're given yeah and they get no reward for it. It's just... Well, now, Paul, of course, your, does. Your paycheck is a reward, pal. You know, yeah. paycheck is great, but people need other things, too. This mm. is the special Christmas Eve SmackDown, and they Yeesh. never say SmackDown Live. So no, because it, it was taped a week ago, and Football Head is such a... Like, you know how those really bad liars that they want to yeah. convince you of things? He has to keep saying, it's Christmas Eve. It's on Christmas Eve. This happened on Christmas Eve all night. It's really He's one of those people. Crappy. Oh, it's so cold. And he has to rub his hands together. Yep. Or uh, We're going to have a miracle on 34th Street fight. Or shock. And a gauntlet match. Wow. this is, mm. it, It's funny because they, they talk about the miracle on 34th Street fight. And Cole says... That's going to be fun, I guess. 
He actually said that. Wow. That's going to be fun, I guess. Wow. So we start off with a hey a women's title match, so you know it's going to change hands when the oh this match Blair oh. versus Tony Storm, and I write why is she getting out of the pinning someone in a tag match should not get you a world title match. Also, if should. we're right about if we're right about Saturday and they have to pull some of these people from the pay per view, they're gonna wish they didn't do what they did here oh, here. They're. D- if they pull, if they do have to pull people, we're getting this match again. And if we I do, and if we do, it I makes guarantee. no sense at all. No, I guarantee we're getting this match again. And if we do, I'm not sure Tony Storm won't win just because they have to do the match again. And Ugh. Tony Storm will look like a chump in this match. Oh, big time. I'm so tired of football. This is the problem with football head. One of the many problems with the football head and Cole tired of them talking about Cole turns to football head and says something. What do you do when you're in this situation? He doesn't know. No. Why would he know? Let me tell you about this match though. Tony storm has totally exposed as not that great because she's like, Oh, cross body. Oh wait, what do I do now? Cross body again. What German suplex. I got it. German suplex. Crossbody. She has, she's out of her depth like you wouldn't. I, I can't even believe they're like, she's wrestled around the world in Japan and the UK and all. And I'm like, well, she turns into a rust bucket if she just sits around backstage because, oh my God, she didn't know how to do anything. She knows how to get beat up by Charlotte. That's about it. I have seen Charlotte phone it in. Charlotte was not phoning it in. She was actually trying and still did not look good right here. Tony didn't know, know what to do. And Charlotte's just constantly calling moves where you could see it. Constantly calling moves. Tony doesn't know what to do. She doesn't know what to do. She doesn't know what to do. It was getting really old. The piped in sounds are Oh terrible. my God. This whole show is PVC pipe full of bees. The, the redo. It is one. This is one of the worst piped in noise shows i remember since they started doing it god how many years ago and it was terrible it really sounded horrible wow uh football head says uh she's finding out the grass isn't always greener at the top is that at the top right Mm -hmm. yep i always hear that what where the grass grows i I don't know (sighs) tony cries this match is not pretty at all. It's awful moonsaults. I don't, small package, Charlotte wins. Mm. Why would I ever care about Tony Storm after this? She basically got buried in this match. There was never a point where I thought she looked good. But you are 100% right. If if the card gets it's thin, they won't weekend, have a choice. They're going to dig her up from being buried. In, and I think she's going to win because no. how, else do you, how else do you have this no, match? No, no, no. The next pro. No, the. the Larry, from okay, I didn't say she won't I, lose it again, lose uh, it immediately. I don't know if I should say this here. I don't want to spoil. Mm, I don't want to do a big spoiler for people, but I'm going to tell you that that's not the direction. How about that? Okay. I know uh, a certain thing, and this couldn't be because of it. There's a recap of not having happy time thing. Yeah. We come back. New day and Drew are in the back. <sighs> This is so bad. They're like, we're good friends. Ha 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 ha. Yes, we are. Ha 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 ha. I said season's beatings. Ha 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 ha. Wow. It's just fake laughing and ick. It's so gross. 
Boogs introduces Shinsei Nakamura, and I guess they're going to go to the ring to watch whatever comes next. But we come back, and Zia Lee talks about how Natalia's a vulture, and she's going to beat her up for being a bully to people she doesn't well, even know. Well, now, here's the thing. Even though Zia Lee was supposed to make her wrestling debut and still hasn't done that, and this will be a month since they said that, you ended up being right. You said it would be Natalia. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because she is. But I am right because of what you always say. She is whatever you need her to be. That's sad. This is the 12 Days of Christmas gauntlet match for a shot at the Intercontinental title. Okay, that's horrible. They have to beat 11 people to get a shot. Or, you know, not beat them all because you don't necessarily have to do that. But to, to even get a shot at the Intercontinental title that's never defended. Also, Football Head is like a coke addict again. He's like, I, I'm holding, holding, holding on to this list and I have the 12 Days of Christmas items written down and I'm each guy's going to come out and I'm going to say the, the thing that's on that Does day. It never worked. This was, it didn't work. This was, he didn't care about the matches because he was just worried about getting his crap in. I didn't care about match either. Oh my God. Uh, ain't, I swear to God, they call him Angel Los Lotharios. That is exactly, well, Lotharios, but that's exactly what they said. Yes. Yep. It's not, and guess <laughs> what? He starts out with Monsoor, and oh my God, Monsoor jobs right away. Right away. Wing clipper, right done. Right away. Monsor, does he only have superpowers in another country? Yes. Then Eric, Viking Raider, comes out. Oh my God. And then God. again. But... Uh, I think he lost, didn't he, a wing clipper again? Same move, same everything. Yes. And also, Football Head is an expert in Viking martial arts now. Shanky comes out looking all wooden and everything. (laughs) And Shanky wins easily. Then Ivar comes out. And Ivar pins Shanky. Oh, my God. Shanky can't even go for two people. This gauntlet's just atrocious. Seamus comes out, beats Ivar, of course, and I figure, okay, so here's the Seamus run. But then comes out Drew Gulak, Gulak, oh my, and Football Head goes nuts. Ah, he's the best guy ever. He's, I'm, I don't like, why is he doing here's this? How, here's what he did. Oh, Drew Gulak. I love Drew Gulak. He got that mustache. Is that Drew Gulak? That's what he said. I don't understand. What is wrong that. with that man? Everything. Kick, Sheamus wins. No time. Cesaro comes out. So Cesaro oh, versus no. Sheamus. There's something we all want to see. Mm, again, 100th time. Yeah. Rich Holland distracts Cesaro. So Sheamus gets the win. Ricochet comes out. Nick. Next, Ricochet does pin Sheamus. So I'm I'm okay. So maybe I'm back into thinking. Umberto comes out. And then Sheamus attacks Ricochet. But then Ricochet pins Umberto anyway. Why? Yeah. Did why? why because the, because they have to make it look like Ricochet's going to win, and then the final guy comes out and beats him. So Gender comes out. Oh, is that who's the final? Because no, yeah, no. Oh my God, Gender gets pinned by Ricochet. Jobber. Gender. No yeah. So here's what made me so angry about the whole thing. Last guy is Sami Zayn. Why last week, when they talked Sami Zayn into taking this agreement, yes. didn't they tell him, you'll be the last right. guy in? And then that he would, would go, so oh, of course. Sense. But because, Larry, if they say that, then we know Sami's winning. I knew Sami's winning because oh, no, he was the only one that. in this story. 
So oh, that's a loose story, but whatever. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they so yeah, Sammy does win it, and in, in the recap, Football Head says a Billy Kidman esque flip. Yeah. Now he did do a flip, mm-hmm. but the knees were pulled up, and did Billy Kidman not do his flips? great to where the opponent could pull his knees up i don't know i don't know i was a billy and i don't I know. was and i don't believe for a minute football head really knows who billy kidman no is. He's, Maybe I'm he's, wrong. i don't think he does either i think he's Halu- he talks to him backstage or something or he Halu- met him kick. tell me one person billy kidman's dated if you don't know then yeah. uh Haluva he, kick. he he wouldn't know the the obvious answer he wouldn't a luva kick, and like I said, Sammy wins. Yeah. So, listen, I don't think they have enough faith in Sammy to take the IC title, but Nakamura has done nothing, and I'm I, not even sure if this is listen, the first time he's defended it. I, I would say Sammy probably will job, but he should win it. We need to get that away from Boogs and Nakamura. Right? It's just sad where it is right now. It is, and I don't even have a problem with Boogs, but it's all sucks. No, I don't either, but it's nothing. That's the problem. It's all one big song gimmick, and they forget that he's the champ. We don't need the title on guys with a gimmick like that. I I love this part because it's a look back on Paul Heyman's career. Because, you know, it's probably yep, it's over, over right? That's yeah. what I thought. I thought, this is awesome. I love that we're seeing this because it's not over at all. Yeah, and they're like, oh, it's so sad. He was out for a while, and Roman saved his career, made him relevant again. But, you know, it's probably all over now. Nothing they can do. <laughs> we go to the ring. Cookies and milk and Christmas trees and big presents are set up for a yep. the street fight. And Cole again says, here comes the happy folks. Yeah. I don't know Talking why he keeps about- saying that. Happy folks. And he keeps saying it's the happy show. It's not. It's okay. Whatever. Miracle on 34th Street Fight. And I was right because the middle was a gauntlet match. There were only three matches on this whole show. But WWE would argue there were 11 matches right in the beginning, in the middle of the show. <laughs> so that's not how that works. Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, and Drew McIntyre versus Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso, and Madcap Mouse, and Happy Corbin is the rings. So it's, it's kind of an anything goes match where one team has an extra guy and the other team has a sword. Right. And all yes, I know. And there's none no of that's reason he can't pick that sword up after I know. the bell rings, right? You should just chop everyone up. But also, um what Usos and Madcap Moss teaming up would Reigns even allow that? This is stupid. Oh, the announcers even say, yeah, they they have no connection with the bloodline, no. but they're tagging tonight. This is really dumb looking. Why? I don't know. But Kofi does a spot with the cookies where he jumps off the top rope, and I thought it wasn't going to work. And it worked great. He yeah, smashes he, well, cookies yeah. into the Usos' heads, but he flips the cookies. He smashed those cookies. He flips the, the cookie trays upside down and, and goes all the way down from the top rope to the floor and smashes them over their heads. I was shocked that that worked. Yeah, bust your butt. Well, especially where Yikes. he can't. When he was getting onto the turnbuckle. Xavier had to help him with the cookies. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, what are we even trying to do here? But, <laughs> but yeah, hey, whatever. Corbin gets interferes and canes people up, and we have Christmas tree spots and cookies, steals. Oh, they open a present in a steel chair. It's it's it is what it is. But then then we get into the pouring eggnog over Corbin and Happy Happy Moss and Happy Corbin. It's just 
And then Drew finally pins Madcap Moss. It's all fine. And then they throw out gifts. I don't know how to... They throw out gifts to the crowd and everything. And Drew, I will give you this. What a throw. Drew throws an, a box you can tell is completely empty. Completely. And it hits Madcap Moss and Madcap Moss sells it. It was crumbles. the best ending of SmackDown of all time. But because I can't believe he hit him. It was amazing. It was what a that was a it was long it was com- a combination of an amazing perfect shot and the way Moss sold it that was wonderful. But I you couldn't have planned that right. He oh, was, he was do you, so far away the No, you can't. Completely empty. Also, we have to mention the most disgusting part. For some reason the Usos kept trying to drink eggnog, but then they realized it wasn't alcoholic or whatever, so then they almost <laughs> threw up. So they they start almost throwing up and then they swallow it and then um one of them, I don't know if it was Cole or Footballhead, said something like, oh, like the, that's the truck driver way. Like, you know, you can't stop, so you throw up in your mouth and you swallow it. Yeah, disgusting. Really gross. But yes, you forgot about the part where they dump eggnog on all the heels' heads. No, that's what I said. They you did? Dumped eggnog on Corbin. No, just Corbin and Madcap Moss, I okay, think. Okay, that's fair. Twice. You're right, not on the Usos. Because they were ready to throw up. So whatever. Anyway. It that sure was, was it, what it was. It sure was a holiday show. show. Yeah. But talk about that holiday show against AEW's holiday shows, and it's not even close. Okay? It's That's not. That's true. Yeah. Ah, all right, let me read this email. General email. Uh, Grumpy General. Grumpy 2 writes in and says, I bet $5 he dues that Larry never attends <laughs> Trivia Night at his favorite bars. The main event <laughs> segment was hilarious. Please don't stop. Well, I'm so sorry, Grumpy, but... I hmm maybe I should play main event with Larry because I told him what was on main event but I oh, bet he doesn't do remember this. so I'm gonna do it right now so oh my Larry, god here's what was on main event you have two matches um one was uh no they were both singles matches go really mm-hmm. uh please don't name anyone oh, from oh, Smack oh, oh, oh. I do remember local talent uh uh. Brickface, uh, not Brickface. I don't know who Brickface um, is. The I cannot rat, accept that as an answer. Uh, Ty Bar, T Bar, beat beat a local talent. Oh my God, you are correct. Yes, I remember. I remembered you told me. All right, now, but, I technically I, I didn't win, but I did remember what you told me earlier. Wow. Okay. How I, long has it been since you've seen local talent? I don't know. Okay, but now the second match, you must guess that. And you must tell me who won the match. I don't remember this one. Mm. I remember local talent. Uh, Cedric Benjamin. Cedric Benjamin. Uh, I, Cedric Alexander. No, he was on Raw. If they wrestled on Raw, they didn't wrestle on the main event. Shanky. No, Veer. You, you just no. Yes, Veer. Veer versus who did Veer beat? Veer beat. Oh, uh, Ali. No, he's not even on that show. Uh, wasn't Gulag. No, wrong show. It wasn't. Shelton Benjamin. Oh, but that was so close. So close, but wrong. Okay, it's fine. 
All right, so there's your game. Larry, I remember Larry couldn't even Town, win though. Grumpy when we gave him the answers earlier. So remember <laughs> the, the but I remember 1950s quiz show scandal? Did you say Emily Dickinson? Yes. I'm sorry. What? Wait, did you say Emily Dickinson? Yes. So Larry would have even lost when they gave him the answers ahead of time. I remember local talent because <clears throat> that shocked me. Yeah. Okay, well, that was that email. So let me read this one. It says... Um, Hmm. I'm really do, do, good at do. trivia. I'm just you're so good. Remembering it. Um, M2J writes in. Says, "Hey Joe and Larry, uh, M2J here. Been a minute since I dropped a line, but I assure you, I've been listening all this time. Is that like a rhyme? Not really. Uh, and I'm a Patreon subscriber. Thank you. This has been the worst year of my life. Oh no. Oh. Late last year, my father was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. At the beginning of this year, he somehow got COVID and it took his life. I'm so sorry. That's so. It's it's oh, been hey, just... okay. Listen, I lost a really nice person, one of the nicest people I've ever known to COVID this week. Yep. So it's not good. Yeah. It's real bad. I well, found it's not good when you have to hear so many idiots talk. I know. To say oh, COVID's COVID's fake. Don't wear a mask, and you want to punch them right in the neck, and you wish you could. I've found during the grieving process, I've lost lost interest in most things that used to bring me joy. That is absolutely what happens. I'm so sorry. And you, it will get better, believe me. Including the majority of podcasts I listen to, I find myself tuning them in and tuning them out and turning them off, then going weeks or months without listening to them. However, I constantly listen to Smart Wrestling Fan and several of the Patreon shows throughout this time, and found it to be continually comforting. Oh. I thought this might be feedback content creators should hear, and I felt compelled to share that with you. Thank you guys for almost 17 years of the show and the happiest and healthiest 2022. Best M2J. Thank you, um, M2J. Aw. And um, listen, and, I I don't I never say anything nice. Yeah. So why start now? But it's nice to hear that, and especially in your situation, that's kind of super nice to hear. It is, and I hope It'd you get through this uh, just like just okay, beer, but... and you will. So. You can't expect, um, you know, to, to miracles overnight, but it'll be fine. You'll be good. Um, you can expect it. You're not going to get it, but you can expect it. I see. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. You're really helping. Here's Larry. Here's Larry. I'm helping. I'm helping. <laughs> I'm a helper. Why don't you read the email from AWN while we're while you're laughing at me? Uh. uh What's it called, Joe? What I learned. What I learned. <clears throat> what I learned in wrestling today. As dear smart wrestling friends. I don't think that's what he sounds like, but go ahead. As the year wraps up, I thought it would be worth looking into lessons that pro wrestling has taught me in the last 12 months. These are lessons for life as well as wrestling. One. Ceilings can raise and floors can fall. I learned that from for, Indiana Jones and Dragon Slayer. Oh. For a long time. Oh, Dragon Slayer. For, see, I want to play Dragon Slayer at home because you would be an idiot to play it in an arcade for well, money. Why don't would, you play it at home? What? Why, why don't you don't play I? it at home? I don't know how. For I know, long, but, but, but I tried to help you play games and you were like, eh, I'm too stupid. And you were like, didn't want to do anything. Yeah. Why do you do that? Because effort, you're smart enough to understand how to play games. Knock it off. I know, but it's a lot of effort to do things. <sighs> For a long says the guy who just spit 
eight hours building a stripper stage. See, but it's got it's for a long time. The knock on AEW is that they couldn't break a million. The, wait, let me for, pause here. The only reason Larry would spend that amount of time doing it is if he had an in-house stripper to strip for him. I promise you that. And he is not. He has not told me anything about this. I just know him all too well. Go ahead. He's in shock that I know. I'm surprised you think it's only one. For a mm. long time, the knock on AEW was that they couldn't break a million. For a long time, they the received wisdom about WWEs is that they were about one and a half million viewers, and they would never that they would never drive away. This year proved both things wrong, with a million being a high midpoint for AEW rather than an impossible goal. And 1.5 million becoming business as usual for WWE Raw. Trends move slowly, but we're seeing the move right now. Oh, we sure are. Give it another year, kids. Keep watching. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Two, making friends help you helps you influence people. I see what he did there. Mm-hmm. 2021 was the year where wrestling companies worked together on a scale I had never seen before. Okay, that's not true. It's on a scale that's never happened before. No. Especially not since... I mean, you know, not never happened before. I would say hasn't happened this way since territory days. How about that? NWA sharing the, the NWA title, maybe. Yeah. And, but, but that was still only in the U.S. and only in... That's true. 60% of the U.S. AEW guys wrestled in New Japan, an Impact World Title match headline an AEW event. AAA worked with everyone except themselves. That's true. Even the bad blood between professional wrestling Noah and New Japan went away. Each And each partnership made the product better and the promotion stronger. Yep. I will agree with that. It was a really good year for wrestling as far as that goes. Yes. I don't think anyone lost out, including... Um, Ring of Honor, which shut its doors, but did so in a way that did not weaken their product, I don't think. which sounds <laughs> It's pretty funny, yeah. But I really believe that fans now are more open to a new Ring of Honor. It sounds like you're reading an email, but you're not. Oh, oh, this is my voice. But yeah. <laughs> don't you think that now? Yes, they, they're waiting to see the reinvented indie Ring yes. of Honor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Three. You have to give someone the ball for them to run with it. Yes. Daniel Garcia is 23 years old. He's only wrestled seven matches on TV for AEW. He didn't get his first win on TV till this month. Yep. And yet he could realistically be Eddie Kingston when they faced off because he's been booked as a strong competitor in top matches. Yep. Chad Gable has been on WWE TV since 2014. Oh. Has held titles for the company and wouldn't be able to credibly beat Dominic Mysterio. Agreed. WWE probably should think that probably think this is Gable's fault. If anything, Gable is a better wrestler than Garcia, but it's been years since he could show how good he is. That's true. This has been a tough year and one where I've had two lifelines, good wrestling on TV and good podcasts in my ear. For example, the ones I get for my $10 time. Yes. See. Awesome. Thanks, smart wrestling friends. AWD. Oh my God, is this like a Christmas gift to me that I actually feel like someone cares? Um, but yeah, these are nice emails. Maybe. Yeah, and smart emails too. Honestly, God, I 
I didn't take the long view of this year, but the whole thing about ceilings and floors. Yeah. 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 If we could go back in time when AEW started and tell them, you're going to pull these numbers, they would be so happy. And if we could go back in time and tell a, uh, WWE that this is their average, they would be like, we don't care. We're making money. So <laughs> they're like, we, we got paid in advance. We, yeah, what is it? it doesn't really matter. Right somebody now. watching. Okay. And they're like, even if we get like 1.3s or 1.3 million, sorry, they're very different. Uh, even if we get only 1.3 million by the end of our uh, deals, there's nothing There's nothing on TV besides football that's going to make that kind of money anyway or make those kind of uh, numbers anyway. So we don't have anything to worry about. And they're sadly right. It's strange. Mm, makes me sad. Okay. <clears throat> now we're going to redo, we're going to go down the LJN list one more time. No, we're okay. going to do, um, Aww. we're going to do uh, the holiday, uh, Rampage holiday bash. Okay. But can we do an LJN show? We, should, oh, we, should do an we can, but you never have time to do anything. You hide from me all week. I'm like, I need, when you got knock out a Bojack for the people for the holidays and you're like, I'm not going to answer my phone. That's you. So I can't, I don't know what to tell you, Larry. You want to do an LJN show? You would, would you actually do that with me? Oh, yeah, if we could figure out some way to do it. You yelled at it like Kool-Aid, man, which makes me not believe you. So. <laughs> <sighs> I, I will give away 12 uh, Big John Stud uh, LJN wrestling They're players. not even worth giving away because of how much they cost to ship. They're effing heavy. But that's because they're bricks. That's what I'm saying. Rampage Holiday Bash, Christmas night, and this was a taped show, and oh my God, it's like they listened to my review last week and said, you're right. <laughs> you're right. We'll talk about that. Uh, Excalibur, Taz, and Ricky Starks on commentary. First, we have Jurassic Express coming out with Christian, and the match is Jungle Boy against Artie in the Ring, Isaiah Cassidy with Matt Hardy, another private party, and some other guy. Good match, but of course, uh, the Hardy family and... I don't know who Charitable is. I think it's Christian and Luchasaurus fight outside the ring. And there's this battle going on outside the ring, inside the ring, snare trap. Jungle Boy wins. So that was our first match. Fun, fun little match. They're going to somehow try to stuff four matches into the show. It always seems rushed when they stuff four matches into Rampage. Okay. The reason I like this match is lately, last week or two weeks, They've they've totally made me believe Christian is turning. Yeah. And now they're making me believe maybe he's not, which is exactly I think that's the right what you need to, to do. Yeah. Turn. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Now we have Miro in Janet's Void video package. Hey, he cuts so he, he cuts a promo about how he will return with no flaws and win a title. He says things about his wife and he says this is the word of the redeemer and of course he's wants to fight God. So there you go. This is how you keep somebody Front and center, even when they're not doing something. Yeah. Very good. Now, oh, here we go. This is what everyone's been waiting for. It is time for cold-hearted, handsome devil Hook versus (laughs) Artie in the Ring, Bear Bronson. This this is great. So Powerhouse Hobbs goes over to the commentator table. So now you have Hobbs and Stark and Taz all watching. They're all watching Uh, Hook. And also in the crowd, Tony Nese is watching the match. So now you're like... Oh my God, are we going to get Hook versus Tony Nese? I'll take it. Sounds great. Okay, guess what? Hook's still awesome. Two great takedowns. He's taking out this giant beast of a bear. Hook no-sells the bear driver. He gets and bear driver. And the commentators driver. are great with this. They're like, oh my God. How did he even, what? 
and Hook just gets up and he hits the best brutal looking <laughs> clothesline. Have you seen a brutal clothesline like that? Like, It's just, I don't know. Watch this match. I'm telling you. Oh, Kevin Owens did a good one on Raw. He did a really good one, but I don't even think it was as hard as this Hook the Bear one. Hook the Bear! bear. Um, High collar suplex looked like it broke uh, Bronson's neck, and then Red Rum Hook wins by submission. So I'm I'm really sorry JR's been out for a while, but how great is it to have Taz on this? Okay. Because he's not not, overselling it. Not only is it awesome, I don't want to hear... I don't want to hear from Jr. saying, "I bet, I bet all the female, the young female demographic, are loving this hook." Uh, and I bet, I bet even a young male demographic, some of them, uh, it's not my my choice lifestyle, but um, I bet they like him too. I don't want to hear any of that. So I'm so glad right now we have Taz. But the fact Taz isn't just going nuts. He's like, nope, he, he's he, going. He, this is he's going. Yeah, this is my kid. He's really good. And look, he, here's what he learned from me with he, with this move. And here's what he learned from jujitsu from this move. And here's how he takes down a big guy because all you need is leverage. It doesn't matter about your size. And then here's how he's going to do this. And he hits you with that clothesline that I, and with the suplex that I taught him. And now he put the Taz mission on. It's his own move. Taz is perfect here. Yeah, and he's making me feel silly for downplaying his little group yep. when he swerved. He swerved me. And yep. I was like, who, I agree. Hobbs guy. Who's and it's, no, all the time, all the time. It was it's great. All along. It's fantastic. So love I'm it. so enjoying this. It's nuts. Yep. But yes, all those things that, that JR said that I said he would say, he probably would have said he would have been in hot water, as they say. Um, Eddie video package, uh, Eddie Kingston about how he sort of respects Daniel Garcia for cheating and pinning him. But there's going to be another match. So. There you go. I listen. Oh, it was exactly what the email said. Who's Daniel Garcia? Oh, now I'm enjoying this feud. Now he's the guy that pinned Eddie Kingston. So now I'm paying attention. Yeah. Already in the ring, Chris Statlander versus already in the ring, legit Layla Hirsch. First of all, why don't we see these two wrestle very often? It makes me sad. I, I don't know because the character of you know a statlander yeah is very interesting and yes. the look of her being short but absolutely competent yeah this is as, this makes me very sad that we see a hundred bunny matches yeah. and we never see these two wrestle like once in a while they wrestle and i'm just thinking we need more of these two and um and this the thing match, is i don't think yeah I don't think AEW is selling me Bunny and Penelope on their looks like WWE would, but I don't know why they're here. Like, no, Penelope, yeah. I, I really do like Penelope Ford. Bunny, I don't. Bunny, but, I don't care about. Yeah, it's sad. But, um, but I don't feel like they're just being pushed because, oh, here's sexy women wrestlers. But I yeah, don't I mean, sadly, so though, TV I think time. that is part of it. But yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know if it is because they're not that overly sexual well, that's rude okay no no i know what you're no, saying has no, they're not overly sexualized the way wwe would yes they're not carmella yeah luckily we don't have any carmellas in this company um reverse body slam which even taz says when was the last time he saw that move like who does that but um statlander does it and then spider crab statlander wins every match so far tonight is once by submission by the way 
So really, yeah. So far, three matches in a row submission. Yeah. Okay. Um, Layla doesn't want a handshake, and I say put her in Team Taz. She seems angry. She seems perfect. I would love to see her as a heel. Yeah. I think I said that about her like months ago when she was actually on Dynamite. But um, yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, Backstage. You believe she, she is actually dangerous and uh-huh. she gets mean. Good. Yeah, backstage, Mark Henry, split screen. One side is Sammy Guevara. The other side's Cody with Arn Anderson. Arn's basically a jerk and says, call, don't call me Arn, call me Mr. Anderson, but the, you're just a kid. And Sammy says, hey, Cody, thanks for starting this company, but I'm going to be the one carrying this company. So enough talk. It's time for a commercial. I won't get over that. I'm very mad. It's okay. Um, Cody comes out with Arn Anderson and Brock Anderson and Shoddy Lee Brock. and everybody like, yeah. Brock Anderson. Uh, main event, TNT title match. Cody Rhodes against Sammy Guevara. Oh, look, it's David Crockett in the crowd. Davy Crockett. He's there. Crockett. Crock, remember Crockett? The Crockett family? Yes. Crockett? No. Crockett? Crockett? Of course we do. Um, Where's all their money? But because Crockett was there, I wrote down, oh, God, Cody is winning. I didn't put it together. Uh, I just thought I they did. were just and also, there. Listen, I'm going to just talk about it now. Remember my notes from last week's Rampage? Do you, Larry? About stuff you want, want it to be more important. And then that's what they did this week. And I even said, I said, as soon as I write these notes, then of course next week there will be a title change or something. That's exactly what I said. But and I, my argument was, I don't see the two shows as separate shows the way I, I see Raw and SmackDown. I, no, I, not at I all, because they use... They use the same set. It just feels like more of the same, which can be fine, but I really wish it had its own identity and I wish it was always live. That's all. I really, I really like the fact that it's, I just feel like I just want to watch these shows. That's fine, but I just wish it was live more. That's all. I understand from a financial, um, 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 what's that called? Financial standpoint that it can't be. I get it. So, let me mention, though, this one thing that I need to mention. When I watched that SmackDown, it was... Oh, and let me also mention, this wasn't on Friday night. This was a Saturday night show because it was on Christmas night, not Christmas Eve. But let me mention that when I watched that SmackDown, all I heard was every time they wanted to cut to a commercial, or I'd say say nine out of ten times. So, most of the times when they cut to a commercial or most of the times when they wanted to fill in information or sell something or go to a video package or whatever, they had raspy COVID coal talking. And it was this just so jarring and poorly done. And it's like they didn't give an F about nothing. Let me tell you about this episode of Rampage. This episode has pro-level sound editing. It is some of the best I've ever heard in wrestling. Really? There were so many times, and I noticed the edits, but I know it was so slick that you barely could tell, and I'm saying anyone else couldn't even tell. I'm not saying I'm the expert. I'm saying people in that field of sound or whatever, you know, they know. In editing, they know. But you would watch this, and like Excalibur would sell a certain thing, and they did L cuts with sound. They're doing things like overlapping Excalibur's thing that they put in, and then they have Taz go, oh, whatever, over top of that, so you didn't even notice the edit. It was awesome. So I just really want to say that I appreciate how good, how much they care. That's all. Because if you look back at some of the first ever... Um, I think during the pandemic, one of the, some of the first ever edited shows of Dynamite when they were taped and then shown not live, some of the sound is so bad. And some of the sound just 
everything was jarring and you'd have Jericho voiceovers like all over the place and it didn't make any sense. They've come a long way already and it's only been two years. So that's well, it. I think that and everything's an art form. Sound editing is an art form. Of course it is. Any, anytime you're in art doing something artistically, there's a difference between showing me what you can do and showing me what you want to do. And I feel like, and I it is a feeling because I have no, no. Yeah. The AEW is always showing me that they want to do whatever they're doing. We want to always. Do I never. They want to make the show. We want to watch the show. It's like WWE where they're just doing this for to get paid and they've already gotten paid. So they don't care. And then they also don't care if we watch or not. Now they do. They do want us to watch. But boy, oh boy. Um, it's, it sure doesn't seem like they give a crap about us at all, but yeah, they absolutely want to do this. They want to make the best show they can make the wrestlers the the Tony Khan, uh, the guy that's editing the sound, the guy that's editing the show, the cameraman, everybody wants to make the best show they can. So I give them credit for that. Not to say that guys in WWE don't because a lot of the wrestlers do. And a lot of people that work there do, but the higher ups, not so much. So this match is great. Uh, Sammy attacks right out of the gate and maybe even showboats a bit too much, I would say, which leads into the finish of the match. Um, Sammy uses crossroads and that gets a big pop from the crowd. But then Cody, and it, it, Cody kicks out, of course, because that never works. But Cody powerbombs Sammy into the crowd onto a guy who sells. <laughs> well, first of all, I want to say who sells like Larry would sell <laughs> if he were there and he was in the front row. And I, am I wrong? I would. No. Oh my God. Yes. Isn't that what, exactly what you would have done? How would you not? Well, I also wrote, he sells like a chimpanzee. So that, that makes me laugh because it's I'm also you. Both, both yes. Fronts. Can it be both? I'm honored either. Good. Uh, Sammy kicks out of one crossroads. Then, Oh my God. Cody kicks out of the GTH and Sammy's shocked. And basically Excalibur has to really think about it and go, has anyone ever kicked out of that? I don't know. 630 right onto Cody's knees. The crowd starts pre-booing for the finish. <laughs> Two crossroads and the Tiger Driver 98. And Cody is the first ever three-time TNT champion. Yeah. Oh my God. And so let me tell you how good I think Sammy is now, as opposed to how he used to be. He's always been good. Yeah. But the fact that I kind of got a feeling in the way he wrestled this match and yes. after the match was over that here's that he can make character development out of this. Yes, and, you can. Oh, really they showed like his that. face after he lost. You absolutely can do something with this. Yes. He came out with the, with the jacket on that says uh, inner circle original something's happening here. So this yep. is pretty good. Um, yeah. And he, in the promo, we talked about how that was the old Sammy. We, yes. Oh yeah, I yep. really something's I, up. Yeah, yeah, it's really I'm good. I'm actually more interested in Sammy after this than I Me am too. Cody, and I like it so much. Remember him in Lucha Underground for a minute? Remember that? No. Oh yeah. yeah, we saw him there. He was in the end like a replacement guy or something. Somebody got injured. I forget who. Um. Anyway, uh. So yeah, Dustin, Brandy, and the Nightmare Family all come out to celebrate. Guys, I don't even know. Um. <laughs> Dave, I think I knew him. All. David Crockett crawls into the ring and then he presents the title to Cody. Oh my God. And then Crockett gives him the Crockett cutter. That's not real. It's that's the end of the show. It is funny that Crockett's in there. He's like, I used to have a private plane. They're like, yes, I'm sure you did. When I was your age, these, this, this building wasn't here. This was all orange trees as far as the eye could see. 
I wasted so much money. Yes. Oh. It's That's funny it. Cody, Cody's whole thing is like wrestling has more than one one royal family or whatever. Like, and Crockett's yeah, like, to be the it was me. It was me. My son won't call me. So wait, when you said live action, whatever, did you know that they remade different strokes and facts of life? Uh, like the, the way they did that live all in the family and Jefferson's uh, thing. Did you know that? No, it's on Hulu. You can watch it. I haven't wait, watched who, it yet. Wait, wait, who's acting? Just dip, just different people playing the roles, just like on those other shows. Oh, so I don't want to spoil not... who it is. Well, okay, you just can't have different strokes without Natalie, who never learned to act and yet was on TV. You for... mean Facts of Life? Yeah, Facts of Life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, they're but different strokes. They did both. Oh, well, I don't care about. And Natalie no, was on see... different strokes, but that's not what you meant. But I want to see Facts of Life without Natalie because that was the only reason I watched Facts of Life is so I could watch a person who could not act in any way, shape, or form. And I don't care how bad you say anybody in wrestling is. There's never been an actor worse than Natalie from Facts of Life. I'm not even sure how she got that job. I mean, I know. Actually, I do. She was very, very young. And they thought she'd grow into a real actor, and she didn't. Oh, my God. She was the worst. She was worse than who was the blonde on... um, Michael J. Fox show, Family Ties. Oh, Tina Yothers. <laughs> yes, Tina Yothers couldn't act. Oh, she, she always seems just... so miserable. Aw. Yeah, but she knew enough to just sit there quietly. I know. But Natalie had to act, and her oh god, it was amazing. I know. J- Justine Bateman always seemed on on uh, on uh, uh, Family Ties like she wanted to get out of there and do some drugs. Really bad. Yeah, I always felt like, like I itchy. had a chance with Justine Bateman. I always felt when I was a kid, I was like, I'm sure. I could pull Justine Bate. Oh, my God, Larry. I really did. I think I still could. Like, we're pretty same age, right? I think I saw her at the post office like a few years ago. I know. I'm so jealous of you. Mm. Are you yeah, like like Xena Princess Lady. I think her and I would have a lot. I think we could go out drinking. Does she speak with an with a, uh, American accent or a British accent? I think whatever she wants. No, no, no. Which one does she speak with in real life? If you've ever I, met her. I've, I've never met her. Of course I have. I'm asking. What do you think? If I had met her, I would now be Mr. Xena Warrior Princess. No, you would not. <laughs> yes, I would. I think we have a lot in common. I bet she speaks American now. She does not. She has a British accent. Oh. oh. I bet she's just doing the Madonna thing. No, she's not. Yeah. She you're, lost it. You're a goof. She's faking it now. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. She's actually Australian. What? Isn't she New Zealand? No, I'm just... I'm just I'm just making things Kiwi up in? to confuse you. Ask Kiwi Carl. She's like Kiwi Carl, right? She's like, whatever. I don't know who that is. Okay. So, is that it? That was there. That was the whole show. So, Yeah. And wow. Ah! Really had fun on those Christmas shows. Oh my God. Let's look up Xena no. real quick. Xena Warrior Princess I from say Australia. She's from New Zealand, but she okay. went to Australia and then came here. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Let's I see. Think, how old is she? I think her and I could have a thing. I just went the age of on on Xena Warrior Princess. Yeah. Well. What's her name? Lucy Linnae? Yes, Lucy Linnae. That's her. I can't tell if you're being serious. I don't know her. Oh, she's so cute. Oh, my God. That's horrible to say. Why would you say it like that? Because some people get ugly when they get older she's mm. beautiful well 
Yes, she was from. She has a New Zealand accent. She's from New Zealand. There you go. That's she it. is fifty three years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have said fifty four. So okay. Yeah. No, but she is beautiful. She might be more attractive now than when she was on the show. Ah, <sighs> Larry. But no, I think we need to celebrate the fact that people can get older and nowadays <laughs> instead. Remember when we were kids and somebody turned thirty six and they got. Oh my god! Well, that and, was the, that was the Hollywood drugs. That's all. Oh, was that it? Yeah. I always wonder why actors now can be like I said, the guy in um, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, he doesn't look like, like he's fifty seven years, years old or whatever. He's not sixty seven. Stop. He looks it. great. Yeah. Um. Seventy-one years old, and he's playing a twenty-three-year-old. That is weird. Great. Okay, so let's do Raw now because that's our last show we have to cover. Um, okay. well, first of all, you let me tell you, you: Did you meet her? Yeah. You know who else I didn't want to meet, and I came across him. And yeah. I might have told the story before. Um, the other side of that coin, Hercules. Oh um, yeah, yeah, you are always okay. You've he met was her. A, you've he met was him. A, times right yeah yeah well no 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 not many times only once you're thinking of um lou diamond phillips we had a bunch of times oh yeah but he went to the same grocery store as us story about him yeah Yeah, he went to the same grocery store but um but no uh uh uh, hercules wasn't he like kind of asking people well he's kind of he's kind of a like a d-bag in real life like a really bad person but anyway uh allegedly i mean he is but yeah we're in target and he keeps peeking around. We're in back, like two people behind him in line. And he keeps peeking around like, I wonder if somebody's going to, Kevin Sorbo, that's his name. He's like, I wonder if somebody's going to recognize me. Nobody's talking about me. Nobody's talking to me. And I would not even go near him. And he kept looking at me, like two, two, two behind him. And just wouldn't wouldn't acknowledge him. Looked away, whatever. And then finally, when the, he got up to the checkout, somebody like started chatting him up and realized who he was and stuff. But wow, okay, um, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. I would not recognize him. Why? Because he's an old leathery man. I don't yes. Know. Yeah, kind of. Did he look that way when you saw him? Yeah, of course. This maybe was this was nice this was person. before the pandemic. So this was maybe three or four years ago. But maybe being a nice person keeps you good looking and being an evil person. Well, yeah, that is always, part of I always it. assume ugly people are well, like, evil. That's part of it too. Yeah. Yes. It's it's don't do substances and also don't ah. don't be horrible and you will age uh, nicely. I'd so say maybe maybe eighty eight percent of the time. Yeah. If you see her again. Yeah. I mean I'm not like going to recommend that she talks to you or anything. No, but just Facebook friend me. Nah. Just let her let her be my friend of Facebook. I don't think so. I'm like funny. I don't think we're doing that. She's so. extremely attractive. She is more attractive at how old did I say she was than she was when she was doing. She the says she, you said she's 53. I thought yes, she was. 54. She is more attractive at 53 than she. Wow, you go, girl. That's good. I love. I love. I love the world. I live in the time. Oh my god! When older women are attractive, when yoga pants are around, it's this is the best time to be alive. Oh my god! It's the most it, wonderful time of the year every it year. Really I is. I'm so excited to be alive. <clears throat> I know you are. Okay, excuse me. So, Monday Night Raw. Here are the matches advertised that did not happen. By the way, um, <laughs> yeah. well, there's only two. There's only two because they do other replacements. Well, Okay. They advertised uh, Austin Theory against Finn Balor. Didn't happen. They advertised AJ Styles against Omos. Didn't happen. Now, should I tell you, you know what I'm going to do right now? There were 17 people missing from this Raw. Should I tell you them? Are you counting behind the scenes people or are you counting? 
I can tell people that I know about behind the scenes thing next. Okay, okay, I got a we I got a message um, from someone that was backstage, and they said I can tell you who's not here as far as uh, management goes. And the well, let me read this list, and I'll tell you the management list. So we have okay, but you got to admit we were more excited about who wasn't there management wise. Than yeah, we it was a little weird. So. Here's who's missing tonight. Adam Pierce. He's an on-screen character. He wasn't on. Akira Tozawa. Austin Theory. Becky Lynch. Bianca Belair. Big E. Bobby Lashley. Dewdrop. Finn Balor. Liv Morgan. Omos. Rhea Ripley. Robert Roode. Seth Rollins. Sonya Deville. Vince McMahon. And Zelina Vega. That's a lot of people. That's 17 missing people. Plus... Brother Love, Kevin Dunn. Yes. That's that's a lot of people that aren't there, especially with Vince not being there. And those people aren't there as well. Now, granted, some of those people might have had it all for the holiday, but uh, really? Uh, Some of them. Well, no, I, I can't say who, but I know for a fact that some of the producers have COVID right now. Can't say who. Hmm. That is not public information. Well, I don't wish it on anyone, so. No, of course not. But Vince was not there, and him not being there on a go-home show to a pay-per-view is a little weird. Maybe he's protecting his health. I don't know. So. Anyway, Raw, live from Detroit, Michigan. Orton and Riddle come out. Before we get into any of this, I don't remember... Time I've seen WWE dog out a city so much and never have a face. At no time does a face defend Detroit. No, I'm a Detroit Lions fan, so I can say this. I understand it's so easy, but ne- every heel dogged out Detroit and never once did any face. They basically defend. were like, "We're city in America." Yep, yeah, yeah, I think it's still yeah, number one on I'm the list. Sorry. That's bad. What are you gonna do? I don't. There, I don't know that there's anything Detroit? you can do. Have you ever been to Detroit, Joe? No, I don't think so. It's one of those things where you never believe the stories, and then you go there and you're like, it's kind of worse than the worst story I ever heard. Well, that's horrible. It's no, I I've been there. I'm a, I I'm believe I believe Lions you. Fan. I just I don't, don't want it to be that way. But when you see skyscrapers where someone is busted out the windows and and crawled along the sides and sp- tagged it with oh that's paper. bad yeah this is it's like uh snake <clears throat> pliskin levels of escape okay. New York. wow well they're in detroit and orton and riddle come out tonight they announce it's Miz and maurice's wedding vows being re- renewed and also <sighs> Miz has a surprise guest to officiate the wedding so we'll find out who that is in a little bit damian priest against dolph ziggler for the u.s title and the final of the RK Bronament to see who faces RK Bro for the Raw Tag Team titles at day one. It's Street Profits against the Mysterios finally tonight. Oh, the finals of a tournament you forgot about for two weeks? Okay. Yeah. And Jimmy says, when I say anything can happen, I mean anything can happen in this tournament. What? Nothing happens. <laughs> but I thought for sure he would. was spoiling something, you know? Oh, that's right. It could happen. It can happen. Okay. We're g- Let's address this now. All night, Joe and I are talking back and forth, and Joe is coming up with ideas. Oh, you and he, and they're right. There were like three different spots turns could have happened tonight. Not there a do though. Other, 
Yeah, but you were right about when you said all that stuff could have happened. Yeah. But my response was, nothing's going to happen tonight. It's going to be as lazy and as noncommittal as they can make it to get to the pay-per-view. Who had the script again for Raw? You had the script. I did. But I was right about the fact they I weren't going to put any effort in I here. I sure did. You were you were right about that. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Especially when you were telling me, well, we'll get to it, but like the Kevin Owens match, I'm like, how do we... You're like, how do we even get to that? And yes. I said, I said... I don't know. <laughs> we just do. Happening. Yep. Uh, okay. So <clears throat> here we go. And um, Riddle welcomes us to the last Raw of 2021. He's wearing a goofy hat. And then Orton says, look, the only way I'm going to have a happy new year is if I beat Otis tonight and then we retain the titles at day one. So, okay. Riddle says his skin turned green and he grew scales hanging around Orton. And Orton says, uh, you should go see a doctor. Because what does that even mean? So. That's it. It's, it's it's really all they have. They just listen. Riddle it's just says so much, so many things. I can't even run them all down. They're just stupid. But Alpha, they put over Otis. Let me say that they put over Otis big, and I don't know why. Because I guess because you're gonna beat him. But Alpha <laughs> Academy come out and the crowd boos education. Of course they do. It's Detroit and Gable Barry's Detroit. <laughs> and Riddle says that he's smart and he's gonna show he's gonna show Randy that when he faces Gable right now. He will, he's going to beat him up. And Riddle says, I will hit you with the three most dangerous letters in WWE. RK bro. And Gable says the funniest thing. He says, bro, isn't even a letter. That was funny. No, I, I I know, but I, this whole, well, we'll get to it. But this, this is where, when we talked about earlier, I, Otis is not my favorite wrestler, but you can't say he hasn't done Everything they've told him to He's do. He's done everything and more. He ate a, he drank a tuna milkshake for them. He Ugh. he had a relationship where they mocked his weight with Mandy Rose. They had him turn heel, even though they didn't didn't think that would work. They had him win money in the bank and then lose the briefcase. They had him lose his tag team partner. They had him turn into this monster, shave his face, and and team with Gable. He's done every single thing they've asked, and his ceiling is so low. And so sad, and but he just can't even break boat. through. And it's is the ceiling high or low? I don't know what it is, but it's sad. It's a bad ceiling, whatever. Not a good ceiling. But what I'm saying is, everyone is in that boat. <clears throat> as good as you do, they never make a breakout star. You're not going to be John Cena, no matter. No. What are we? What are we fighting? And Joe, you Joe tells me, oh, it's the paycheck, and I understand. That's just it. It is. And when you say they're not getting rewarded, Vince thinks otherwise. So I, I understand they're they're paid pennies on the dollar. It's not a good system. But you okay? do so. They do so well. They they try so hard. A lot of these guys really do. You're right, and it makes me sad. Um, but the match after the break, we come back. It's Riddle against Gable. They announced that later tonight it's going to be Reggie and Dana Brooke versus Truth and Tamina. And yes, I had that on the script and thought, wow, this roster's thin with 17 missing people. So, yeah. And you look at that and you're like, oh, obviously they have nothing tonight. So we're going to see a Reggie turn tonight. No. Well, I think that's the slow burn. They don't slow burn. But it's because they they love writing the same thing every week for 24-7. This is the first week in months that we didn't get a 24-7 pre-packaged thing. So. True. 
Floating bro, Riddle wins. Otis attacks Riddle, so we go to break again. When we come back, Orton against Otis. Sadly, it's a very short match. I wanted more. Um, Otis keeps doing the world's strongest slam, but he doesn't try for the pin, even though I've seen him pin people with that, I think. And then he misses the Vader bomb and then gets RKO'd. So Orton wins so much for Alpha Academy. That made me sad. But um, Riddle cuts a promo, and he says, it's time for Randy's present. It's a hug. And Riddle says... It's okay, Randy. Nobody will know. And Orton looks around at the crowd and is like, you idiot. And Orton does the hug anyway. But then he teases an RKO and says, just kidding. That was great. That was great. But again, there were so many opportunities for for heel turns or something to happen tonight. Yeah. And guess what? Nothing's going to happen. No. Oh, uh, Kevin Owens backstage gets ready for an interview. But now... Jimmy says that Saturday, Seth Rollins has a WWE title match. Does he, though, Jimmy? Does he really? Right now, he's sick as a dog at home. So We'll see. I mean, wow. The entire pay-per-view is in jeopardy. Yeah, it again, Raw was interesting tonight because of this scramble to fix yeah. things. The pay-per-view is kind of going to be interesting <clears throat> for the same reason. Yep. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. Backstage interview with Kevin Owens. They play a video message message from COVID Biggie. And Owens tells Kevin Irishman, you better pick another first name because I don't like you having the name Kevin. And then he starts calling him not Kevin. And then he leaves and he comes back and says, your name's Bert. It's Bert. Your name is Bert. Listen, so he's Kevin Bert Owens, from now on. He's, he's wonderful working with what he has. We we have so many people who are trying to save the show. M, uh, MVP. Every week yep. is, is quality every player. week. Kevin Owens Him, for the last three or four weeks has, has <clears throat> taken the show and made it worth. I agree. Watch, well, made it kind of worth watching. But Kevin Owens, MVP, Bobby Lashley, guys that come out every single week and give you everything they have and more. And would you ever believe it if I told you Lashley was one of those guys? Yep. It's just shocking. Well, I always say anything can happen it's in really wrestling. Good. Thank yep. God. That's yep. And the same way we have on SmackDown, we have our uh, Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns in that same role where you're never going to be disappointed. It's just they give you quality every week and they overachieve. So over deliver. Um, They're still advertising everything. The same four-way match for Saturday. Okay, WWE, you are just wow. Wow. Remember, just remember when Sasha. I know. But Larry, you're not going to cover it all, but there's a lot of filler tonight. A there's lot a lot of, of filling. And but listen, no, I'm I'm going to because I wrote down the video packages Okay. and I don't normally do that. But I did because it was so weird because there's so many because they have to fill time because 17 people are missing. But also um, they're advertising everything is normal for Saturday. But if you remember when Sasha Banks got COVID and they wouldn't kept it hush mm-hmm. hush and all, they advertised that her match up to the last minute on the pay-per-view. They're such liars. So. They will lie about this. And if anyone can't perform on on Saturday, guess what? You're not going to know about it until it's time for the match. That's so sad and lame and should not even be legal. But they do it. Um, Dana Brooke and Reggie come out. And now Veer is coming to Raw. Did you know? Oh, I did I hear that before. Oh, yeah, I did hear that again. For like six six months, something before. like that. Um, Dana, Brooke, and Reggie, who have been dancing this whole time through a commercial <laughs> break and videos against Truth and Tamina. Graves asks if Reggie's going to serve Big Macs after the match. And Byron's like, whoa. 
Then when Reggie gets hit, he says, do you want fries with that, Reggie? He claims it's because he's wearing Ronald McDonald colors, but really, we know what he means. Dana Brooke and Reggie's team... By the way, Dana Brooke and Reggie's team name, it should be, because all they do is flip around, it should be So Much Wasted Motion. That should be their name. They are... All they do is flip around. They don't actually do any moves. So, But don't yeah. you think that they're going to... They, where is this turn? You really think it's a slow burn? Because I... I think we're just looking for something that might not be there. Um, it's all they have. So, yes. That's all they got. Reggie pins R-Truth. Tamina smacks R-Truth. That's it. That was, that's all. There's nothing nothing to this. So, quality. Backstage interview with Nikki, almost super depressed. Um, <laughs> she says, Rhea doesn't need me, but Carmella and Zelina have made us stronger as a tag team. They have? I thought you were, what? You were she, champions, no. You were the world champ and the tag champs. Now you have nothing. Um, she challenges them to a tag title match and does comic book noises. Yep. I want her to turn heel just to I be know. something else. This is, this is bad. Street Profits come out, and then we get the longest bunch of video nonsense and commercials. All this video, video, video. And then 12 minutes later... RK Bronament final Street Profits against Mysterios. Orton and Riddle watch backstage. Riddle has a dumber, even dumber hat on. Um, somehow Montez Ford kicks out of a six one nine and a frog splash. That's when I knew the Street Profits are winning this match. Um, super blockbuster, and Street Profits win. And uh, wow, the Mysterios! How far they've fallen. But but boy, there sure was an opportunity to have Dominic go heel. There was. Nope, they don't do anything with these guys. Omos, video package to fill time. Just just a video package about Omos and how they had the Miz TV thing with AJ Styles. Yep, they're just filling time. AJ Styles comes out. Now we get a commercial w- w- for Watch SmackDown. It's a clip show and it's not even on Fox. Yes, alert, alert. Nobody watch this. Repeat, nobody watch this. Backstage, Miz destroys a bouquet because it's red instead of white. Larry, what if that's the only one? Why would you ever do that? Also, it wasn't all red. No. There was white in it. But the point is, where does he think there's like another flower place like ready to go? What? How? Anyway, the minister comes in and he is Eric Bischoff. That and does not seem like a great surprise to no, me. No, because here's the thing. If it was Billy and Chuck's wedding, then Eric Bischoff is a funny, great choice. If it's Miz and Maurice, this sounds like it's going to be nothing. And guess what? It ends up being nothing. So stay tuned for that. He says, what do you say, Miz, that this is going to be? And I thought he was going to say awesome. He says, yeah. must see TV and Miz is still screaming for roses, which where would they get more again? Whatever. AJ Styles is still in the ring. He's been standing Poor out there AJ. forever. Poor all these guys. They they come out to the ring and then they wait. And then there's a promo and then there's a commercial. And then they come back and there's another promo and then there's a video package. And then we go back to the ring. So Yeah, you gotta we we have to address the fact this crowd got such three hours. They got cheated. So cheated. They got so cheated. There was a whole section of Bianca Belair fans that looked like they had homemade shirts on. And guess what? 
Nope, nope, no Bianca. They just, everyone got cheated tonight. This card's subject to be stupid. Um, AJ Styles is in the ring, like I said. He implies that he's going to wrestle Omos on Raw in the future, not on the pay-per-view. And he even goes, but where is Omos? All night, that's going to be the theme. I don't Kevin know. Owens Explain is like, it. where are the other guys? We cannot say COVID, so where are they? And he cuts a heel promo about how Omos is going to pay his dues to AJ and AJ will kick his teeth in. But wait a minute. I thought he was going to be the face. Exactly. Uh, Grayson Waller is in the crowd. Hey, it's NXT in the crowd. And AJ invites him into the ring. And the crowd has no effing clue what this is because no one watches NXT. So the crowd boos Waller when AJ says, look, this is Grayson Waller. And they're like, boo, we don't even know who you are. Somehow they have a graphic for a name key for him. Why would they have that? It's not even his one from NXT. It's a special one for Raw. Uh, just in case somebody from Oh, the- okay. Waller says, I like it here. This feels right, like home to me or whatever. And AJ says, no, you're not a star. Get out of here. He wants AJ wants to fight him right now, but Apollo Crews comes out with the commander. Okay, Aziz. hold on. First yeah. off, I, well, only Go ahead. off. I, I understand that he's supposed to be healed, but then AJ's healish back, who was going to be the face here and why did this disappear? It's just... I don't know. Well, here's the thing. AJ's feuding AJ's feuding with Omos, Waller, and these two guys that come out. So every one of them is a heel except for AJ. So I'm going to guess AJ's the face. By default? I, I, I guess. I thought Omos was supposed to be a face a long time ago, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay, so Apollo Crews comes out with Aziz, like I said, and he says, We are also a team with a small guy and a giant. So let's fight because I still have my giant and you do not have your giant. But if his giant could wrestle, wouldn't the whole story be, you want to wrestle a giant? I have a giant. But no, his giant can't even wrestle. Well, because here's why. Four minute match. Oh, right. And that's the thing. So that, okay. So it was supposed to be AJ against Omos. Then my script said AJ versus Apollo Crews. Then this tells us it's AJ against Commander Aziz. But that's a lie because we go to commercial. When we come back, backstage interview with Carmella. She accepts, oh my God, she misses the one key part of this whole promo. Her, the whole promo is supposed to be, I feel bad for Nikki, almost a superhero because she's, she's crappy and she's holding Rhea Ripley down and, or holding her back. And the whole point of it is I accept the tag title match or challenge. She says, she asked us for a tag match and I accept. They never say anything about the titles. That's like the most important part. Anyway, who cares? AJ against Apollo Crews. Well, that's what I had written down. But they explain Aziz was going to wrestle, but Crews gave him the night off during the break. That You're right, Larry. How bad is Aziz? Guess what? We're going to find out at the end of the match. (laughs) Oh, my God. Is he like worse than any of the green guys in NXT? The answer is yes. I honestly think because the only reason Paula Cruz was on this show was everyone is sick. I honestly think Commander Atari, this may be the last time you see him. This was an embarrassment. I can't even believe how bad it was. He didn't even know what he was supposed to do. I hate this. You may never see him again. He is terrible. So they do this match. AJ almost dies 
doing a move in the ring. But before that happens, Aziz has sp- supposed to pull Cruz out of the way so he doesn't get the phenomenal forearm. He doesn't even know what he's doing. He can barely pull Cruz to the apron and he looks at him like, now what, boss? That's basically the look he gave. This is so sad. Then Cruz gets the upper hand to go back in the ring and that's where AJ almost fell on his head, but he, he fixed it. Styles clash, AJ wins. Aziz slowly gets in the ring to attack. He's so bad at this. AJ easily gets away. And then Aziz goes over to Cruz. Because this is the spot, okay? It's supposed to be Aziz gets knocked out. He goes over to Cruz to help him up. But he keeps pulling on his arm. And I think in Aziz's mind, he's supposed to help Cruz up. But it's not like that. He's supposed to let him lay there. So he's pulling on the arm, pulling on the arm. And you know what's going to happen. You know that AJ's waiting to do the phenomenal forearm, but he's, he's yeah. won't turn around. He won't turn around. He's just waiting. And he's so late and slow. And then AJ just plops over, gives him the phenomenal forearm. Aziz crawls around and no-sells it. Then we the segment's over. But he runs and charges, but not at AJ, but at the ropes. And I'm like, what is going on? You're no-selling his... excuse me, finisher, and you're running at nothing. So AJ's like, what are you doing? And he punches Aziz in the face, and then Aziz does this weird roll on the mat and then just goes to the floor. What the F was that? Again, I would not be surprised if this is the last we see of Commander Atari. (sighs) This was... This was... what, uh, What you said was... This was... Worse than NXT stuff. Way worse than NXT stuff. I saw one of the worst matches I ever saw in my life, and it was um, Cora Jade against Dakota Kai, part one. And I said that was probably the worst match I ever saw in NXT. Uh, I don't want to imagine what this would have been if Aziz had wrestled, because he sucks so bad. I don't think he'll ever have a match, ever. This, this is bad. And then, oh, this this brings me to my, I was going to ask you about this earlier, but I forgot. What are the odds, and I know this conspiracy theory Jones, as Taz would, Taz would say, but what are the odds that Jeff Hardy wasn't even drunk or on drugs and he just walked into the crowd because this was Matt Hardy's genius idea of how to get him fired so he can show up and, and finish his career in AEW? Hmm. That's a thing to think about. It sure is. And I've been thinking about it a lot lately, especially when Matt Hardy did. He made a lot of knee-jerk like reactions to it in the way that you would think that Matt Hardy would. But would he really, though? And first he said, oh, Jeff's fine. Don't ask me how I know, but he's perfectly fine. As in, he didn't do anything wrong. And then he said, I think that they fired him too fast. I, I really think they should have given... like." He's saying everything they want him to say. I really, at this point, am not sure that Jeff did anything. Hmm. Isn't that weird? No, that is a really interesting thought. And then Jeff, and then let's say that's real. Then Jeff factually tells WWE, I don't need help with rehab. And they say, well, then too bad you're fired. And he goes, oh, darn. And just goes home. Hmm. I could be wrong, and it could be ve- I could be way off. I just there's something fishy about it. How about that? 
Then oh, it's- and then yesterday, Matt, yesterday Matt came out and said he wants to finish as a tag team with his brother. They want to retire as a tag team. I don't <laughs> say that's crazy. It's not crazy. It's completely plausible. Usually conspiracy, and it's not even a conspiracy theory. It's just a theory because a conspiracy is involving all these people. This would only be one and a half people or two people. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's half Matt Hardy. He wasn't really involved with it, but he's no, spicing well, up the Hardy's story and it's really just Jeff. So, well, I guess, no, hold on. Jeff's wife would have to be in on it too because remember she did comment on Twitter about it's nobody's business and whatever else. So, okay, that's three people. And then Rebby must know that's four. Okay. Maybe once we get to four, that is a conspiracy theory, but I'm telling you right now, this is one that's not impossible. I don't get that's wow. I got to think about that one for a little while. Okay. Well, mull that over. Uh, Seth Rollins is stuck at home with COVID video thing and he has zero to say. Wow. I've never seen a guy talk so much with no content. Uh, he's got a fever high fever he does Kevin Owens comes out he says Matt at Swan's Square Garden wherever that is he doesn't understand how he's the only one here from the day one main event because the pay-per-view is on Saturday and he's the only guy selling it right now he's right <clears throat> yep he says he and Seth Rollins are soulmates or the same person or something <laughs> what is that earlier said he was best they were best friends um, MVP comes out because everybody else has COVID. He says Lashley called Owens Johnny Noodle Arms. Johnny Noodle Arms. Ar- <laughs> Legs of steel, arms of wheat. <laughs> Johnny Noodle Arms. Uh, Shelton and Cedric come out and Owens says, okay, let's have a match. And as I, like I said, have, have the script and it said Kevin Owens versus Cedric Alexander. And I was like, What? Yeah. But sure enough, Kevin Owens versus Cedric Alexander is happening right now, now. I tell you, again, Kevin Owens is amazing because MVP said, what did he say that that Lashley said Owens was a, what word did he use? He said he was noodle arms. Yeah, but he said some fancy word. And, Kevin and he Owens said, I don't think Lashley would have said that yeah, goes, in, your, I, in a text. no way Lashley texted that. Yeah, I like that. That was good. Uh, Kevin Owens, he could be the guy there's a lot of people could be the guy but he could be that guy if you ever committed to it he's the smart guy he's the he's the he's the only like i i said for a long time he's one of the only smart faces in wwe so there you go Uh, but now he's a heel so that doesn't even count but anyway when he was a face so owens versus cedric mvps on commentary stunner owens wins shelton comes in stunner that's it okay by the way (laughs) They all were the hurt business for one time only. And the implication was that if Lashley likes what happens here, that he'd let them back in the hurt business. I'm going to say he doesn't let them back in at this point. Yeah. But it was funny to see Kevin Owens explaining that to the crowd. Yeah. And he's like, oh, let's get what's happening here. We know what's happening. Blah, blah, blah. Let's get it to the match. Yep. So Dolph comes out and oh my God, Dolph has to wait and in the ring for almost 15 minutes. He comes out. Now, Mike Rome says, this was the stupidest thing. This is how much they're wasting time. Ladies and gentlemen, pay the attention. Intro. Pay attention to the Titantron for a special look at the rivalry of Liv Morgan and Becky Lynch. Have we seen a package we've already seen? Get an intro? Like this. Never. I, 
This is something you would say. I never remember this. This is something you would say to the live crowd during a commercial. Okay. Dolph comes out for a title match. Oh, I'm sorry. So Dolph came out for a title match is my point. And he has to sit here and wait through commercials. This crappy video again. Now he has to watch earlier today, Damian Priest talks. Damian Priest comes out to the ring. Now we think it's going to start and we go to another break and Dolph is still standing there. This was a total of at least, I think it was 14 minutes. Probably. Yeah, yeah. easily. Yeah. That's US- not- yeah, U.S. title match, Dolph versus Priest. So okay, we have to we have to explain what they're doing with Priest now. Okay, I'm going to tell First you. First off, he yeah okay. Hmm. You tell him. So during the video package uh, earlier today, first of all, we're calling his evil side Damien. Oh my God, that's his effing name, Larry. Imagine if your evil side was called Larry. So now I'm like, here's Larry, and then you're like, which Larry do you mean? The Larry that's normal or the Larry that's crazy? Why would you ever do that? They're acting like they just realized the name they gave him is... Is the devil, right? First name is like devilish and the second name is priest. Right. But no one says, oh, look, this is priest. They say he's Damien Priest. So now he says, don't let Damien come out because he'll get you. That's your name. Oh, my God. This is stupid. I hate this. And then he said earlier today, he said, if if I know Dolph and he is very smart, he can steal the show and he can be win a winner and win the title. So if I if he gets the best of me and and gets the me to reveal the, the Damien side of me, then he could win my title. But guess what? In the match, the Damien side comes out. No, no, the evil Damien side. This is stupid. And Priest goes crazy and gets disqualified. So Dolph wins again, which means rematch at day one, because yeah. originally my day one run sheet had that match on it. Oh, it's so, got to be. Yeah. But the whole thing about Damien and, and calling him Priest sounds so weird when you know they're doing it on purpose. It's just I, I, I hate it. It's really poorly done. It's Retcon City. They replay the whole Wife Beth thing. Yeah. Remember Wife Beth? Yes. No. Maurice? Oh, okay. The name of the show last week? No, no. Would you do this to your Wife Beth? Your Wife Beth, yes. Okay. Mm. Eric Bischoff comes out. It's the main event. It's the wedding. There is 10 minutes left. This is a great wedding. 10 minutes. It's going to be fantastic. 10 minutes. Okay, Miz comes out. He trips Whatever going up the steps. Whatever you thought it yeah. is, it's going to be lazier than you it's thought. It's going to be worse than you thought. Miz trips going up the steps and Price does the, I meant to do that. Maurice comes out and I write, is this the most phoned in wrestling wedding of all time? Because I think it was. It will be. Okay. They do their vows and they get booed. And guess what? Miz never says yes, but that's not part of the story. It's because he forgot because he's an idiot in real life. He forgot to say yes. And no one said, like Bischoff didn't say, is that a yes or anything? Nothing. They just breeze by it. Imagine if you got married and forgot to say, I do, Larry. Oh my God. That everything there sounds terrible. (laughs) How stupid is this? So he, Miz does his vows in French and Maurice says, yeah, that sucks. Do it in English. So that's nice. Maurice says, yes. 
Eric asks, does ever anyone have any objections? Edge comes out. Edge says, I'm not here to ruin anything. Now we know Edge is a pathological liar. He says, at day one, I will beat your butt. That doesn't, he never said he would win. Miz says, bust your butt match. I know. It was, <laughs> it was pound your butt match. Oh, pound. Okay. Yeah. Miz <laughs> says, we knew you would come out and try to ruin our wedding. Let's kiss. What? Wouldn't you have like, yeah, wouldn't you then Miz have a backup says, plan or I'm something? So stupid. We didn't realize that you would come out and try to ruin it. So I'm doing nothing. Why? If you, I don't know. And, and last week, remember last week, Edge said, oh, I'm not stupid. I know you're setting me up for an attack. From and then he still I'm got attacked. Miz and Edge both look like idiots in this feud. The only one that looks smart is Maurice and she can barely speak English. I feel bad. Oh, I like Maurice. But Edge says, I'm going to embarrass you. And guess what? You look at the Tron, you think something's, and nothing happens. And Edge goes, ha ha, I am just messing with you. Larry, this is so lazy and bad. I, they just whip this up like nothing. They're like, it's it worse. It gets worse because Edge says, I hope you have a, I, I hope, I think you were going to have a white wedding. And uh, then the uh. brood music and lights are on. And then stupid Miz is so stupid now in character as well because he doesn't know what that means even though yes, we just so saw it because he doesn't watch smackdown so he stands in the middle of the ring and black paint goo yes, falls on miz and maurice and it's the and graves goes it's a brood bath remember that remember brood bath that's the end of raw and you can have red lights but you have to have the black. Oh, of course. Can't be blood. Can't be blood. USA says but no. you can make the lights red so it looks blood. I don't know, whatever. I don't know, but holy crap, this was a volcano raw. It was bad. Yeah. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah. But, but it wasn't as bad as a usual raw because I was wanting to see what would happen. But that's no excuse for a bad show. It's just I want to see how bad it can be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. No. So yeah, that's your raw, and that's wow. Who gives? Not a good crap? at all. No, that was pretty no. hideous. So, um, there's nothing else to say. Mm. Oh well. How many people we need to subscribe to more before we're doing LJN show? We'll do an LJN show if 10 more people subscribe to uh, $10 Time Machine. How about that? Okay, cool. Works. Okay. Uh, or if 20 people just get extra. So, But we'll say 10 more $10 Time Machines. We'll do an LJN show. And don't before someone says, I already listened to an LJN show by, by Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Um, that they're, yeah. They really have an LJN show? I'm sure they have millions of action figure show. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Action whatever. figure shows. Um, whatever. But listen, uh, patreon.com, subscribe to uh, our patron, pa- Patreon page, become a patron. And um, yeah, you can get extra for $5 a month. You get $10 time machine for $10 a month. You can get uh, crate baskets at as low as $25 a month. There's all these different levels. Just whatever you feel like pledging. There's rewards for for so many different levels. Um, so, and if you don't want rewards, you don't have to take rewards. But you, st- we're still going to give you all these shows. So, um, yeah, that's that. 
So there's tons of stuff up right now, like hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of pieces of content. So go get them, enjoy yourself and uh, have a happy new year, everybody. Uh, Cause I believe that's our show, everyone. Yep. Um, um, <laughs> that was the air raid siren or something. What was that called? No, that's not an air raid siren. That's an air raid siren. Oh, yeah. it is. Well, I win. I have no idea. I was going to say, uh, watch for your present in the mail, Larry, but hopefully it's back in stock because it's two things, but one of them they had and one of them didn't. And it, oh. the first one would spoil the second one. So I wanted them to come at the same time. You'll see what I mean when you get them. Um, but Probably. of course, um, it is already after Christmas, but, um, right. but that's it. So thank you, Larry. Thank you, listeners. We appreciate it. And until next time, bye, everybody. a time machine and it won't work for nobody but you ten dollar time machine a hug and kiss and thing i think it's high time you knew a patron level for you that you will want to use wrestling glory days alondra blaze michael hayes and better wrestlers too monday night wars every show Good or bad, we'll let you know. Maybe money will start to flow. Or else we might just have a homeless Joe. Woo! Ten dollar time machine. And it won't work for nobody but you. Ten dollar time machine. A hug and kiss and thing. La, 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 la. Absolutely no spam hitting all our programs. There's no way that you can lose a wrestling passage through time at the cost of a dime. Plus nine dollars and ninety cents. Take a chance and you will see. What a good deal this will be Tons of shows we guarantee And some co-host who's not as good as me Woo! Ten dollar time machine And it won't work for nobody but you And all the subscribers Ten dollar time machine A huggy kiss and thing Na 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 Hugging and kissing not available in all 50 states. Sorry, Tennessee.